On today's episode, your hosts travel back in time to September 17th, 1986 to discover they had a stowaway. That's right, Austin and Tim's friend Amber hid inside their time machine, hoping to watch movies with them. Since she's pretty cool, I guess, they let her tag along, but not giving her any say on the five movies that they saw. Those were Three Men in a Cradle, the original French film that inspired the 1987 blockbuster Three Men and a Baby. Danny DeVito and Bette Midler in Ruthless People, a bonkers kid movie called The Peanut Butter Solution. Robin Williams in the comedy Club Paradise and Michael Mann's beloved cult film Manhunter. We have kidnappings, we have murders, we have ridiculously hairy men, we have pubic hair that won't stop growing. We have it all here on Film Geek Time Machine. And welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. Yay! And, uh-oh. Wait, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I don't know. Who the fuck is this, Austin? I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's, it's, oh, it's Amber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> so, th- we have a first that has happened here on Film Geek Time Machine. We went back in time, and we had a stowaway. Yeah. Yep. A cheater. This time machine's too big. Yeah. Because people yeah. can hide in it. I, yeah. I guess so. This is our friend Amber George. Hello. Hi. That's Amber. I literally just waved to <laughs> the people listening. Smart. Also smart. Yes. <laughs> so what, why did you do this? What happened? Because I've been listening to episodes and thought it was really cool and heard you were going to 1986, which is when I was born. So. Oh, it was when oh. you were born. We're not, not the same day, so yeah, we're not. If you haven't listened before, this is the podcast where me and Tim travel back in time in my time machine that I accidentally found, and we travel to random dates to you watch movies. You accidentally found it? Yeah, so I don't remember that part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first episode, it's I, I accidentally stumbled upon it. So have you not looked into an explanation where this... Fantastical oh, machine accidentally came found it. That's it could it. be like you, a Nazi you, memorabilia. <laughs> it was made by fucking Nazis in the forties, and now you're fucking using it you to don't go see movies. Care. Yes, you're just like time machine movies. Yep. Yes, that's it. So we want no questions. You, may, you are a bald psycho. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back in time to see movies. We usually go to random dates. This was one of them, but random random dates. This one was uh, from random number generator. Was September seventeenth. Uh, 1986. So anyways, Amber, um, how do we know each other? Um, I met these two dorks for, uh, through board gaming stuff. That's, I all, was kind that's of, how we've all met everybody for this show. I was kind that's of how I met Tim. <laughs> I was kind of into it for a while, and then I realized I have, like, a toxic competitive personality when it comes to gaming, so I just stopped. Oh. But I stayed friends with these It sounds like you'd fit into people. the board gaming that I go to. Toxic competitive assholes. <laughs> but I don't like feeling that way. That's, oh, that's the okay. difference. So okay. 
then I I ended up okay. doing roller derby stuff. I designed board games. Breaking myself multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I of Austin, designed board games. So. I'll show you some of mine, and then you'll be really competitive when I destroy you at the games I designed. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, so... I mean, um, that's cheating. You made them. You know exactly how they work inside and out. Yeah, oh. that doesn't stop me from being happy when I destroy people at them. So Amber is in roller derby, and I was in roller derby too, and I introduced her to roller derby, and then I, so I created this monster here. Yep, oh, yep. yes, that's right. So oh. um, what is your roller derby name? My derby name is Rift Track. And that's because of? Half due to Riff from West Side Story. Oh. Yeah, and... I didn't know that part. Half... Rift Tracks, the MST3K people. Yes. Made Rift Tracks, which is just audio riffs yes. on stuff. Well, as recently to just the did TV show. He recently just did Rad. Yes. Yeah. And I saw it with it Amber. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> that was the second best movie theory experience I've done this year. It Number was, one was, that. was also with Amber. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yay. I found that movie through Rift Tracks. Yes. But we saw it not Rift. Right. It's, it's a whole different experience, not oh, Rift. Oh, God. I, it's the best movie mm-hmm. ever, Austin. Which one? The Apple. I know. I didn't know. We need to go back in time. You're a bad person. So, yeah. This is all a podcast where I just call Austin horrible names. That is true. Okay? That is true. Because yeah. they're correct. The, um, we went back in time to the 86, and the first thing Amber says when she gets out of the time machine, she's like, can we go see Labyrinth? And I'm like, no, it's not out this time. We're not seeing yeah. Labyrinth. So... She was very disappointed. That we're yeah. not this yeah. happens a lot. I think. It, I think this. If the people who will time travel with us, yeah, if they do, they're going to want to see a specific thing. We're like, no, we didn't see that. No, no, Fuck you. And we choose also, the movies. You get no say in no, the fucking matter. No, these are stowaway. <laughs> get out of here. Before we go back, going uh, to let you know what we saw, we're going to go to the time period what we saw. So. We got some music here. The top songs are Stuck With You was the number one by Huey Lewis in the News. Oh, wow. I do remember that song. I thought Dancing, that was earlier for some reason. No, Dancing on the Ceiling with Lionel Richie. Wow. Um, Take is... My Breath Away Berlin because Top Gun was was a huge hit right now. Words Get In The Way by Miami Sound Machine. I love that song, by the way. Top Gun was a movie we could have seen, but we did not see. We did not see it. Walk This Way, Run DMC, and Aerosmith. The Aerosmith oh, version. Oh, yes, that yeah. version. Um, Venus, Ban- Bananarama, what else we got down here? Love Zone, Higher Love, Steve Winwood. When I think of you, Janet Jackson. They're all, like I repeatedly say when we go to the 80s, these are just targeted <laughs> at me. I remember I Missionary Man. idiot. Missionary <laughs> Man by the Eurythmics? Oh, uh, well, if you haven't noticed, my voice my voice is a little lower today because we're recording this very early. It's because of how morning. sexy you are, Austin. That's right. <laughs> I, I could do my crash test dummies, but I won't. Yeah, you already did it, and I, I punched you in the face. <laughs> he did, I know. It, my jaws hurt. We did, oh, Simply Red, I don't remember that one. Belinda Carlisle, Journey, Girl Can't Help It. So yeah, 80s, whatever, that was 80s. Um, so what was on TV today? It was the premiere of Head of Class. Oh, was, I, was I, remember, very... I remember watching that. I didn't hate it. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a picture. We're looking at the newspaper clipping right now, and there's a picture of the whole Head of Class. There's Howard Hessman. So right up there, that's the that's the um, Brian Robbins. That's the guy um, who was like he was the cool kid. Yeah. He ended up directing Good Burger. <laughs> oh wow. And is now the CEO of Paramount Pictures. What? The hell? What? <laughs> what the fuck? How is... does Good Burger get you any more work? <laughs> exactly. Hey, come well, on, that movie was amazing. That was the best. Movie. I'm too old for that fucking Good Burger bullshit. <laughs> Actually, a little bit of that was targeted at me. Oh, okay. it was. It was Another riff track connection. Um, uh, riff tracks connection. 
would be Brian Robbins directed Meet Dave, which was written by... Oh, how do you get more work after Meet was Dave? Written, was written by uh, Phil Corbett. Really? <laughs> I had no idea he wrote something. That's Yeah, I think that might be the only screenplay he wrote. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. If he did, he burned them. <laughs> <laughs> that was our riffing on Bill. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it's Meet Dave. Okay. <laughs> I You've see... actually met Bill, though, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I've because he lives right next to your brother. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah, he comes at the at the Fourth of you, July meetings. And have stuff. you told him your opinions of this? Of what, Meet Dave? I have <laughs> not. I have not said the my same opinion as everybody else has on Meet Dave. It's not like new. Is it? It might be zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It might. It's be. real it bad. Might be zero nice. percent. It, but it's not even the right kind of bad. I was gonna say, it's is it riffable? Stupid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's probably riffable. Yeah, but they can't. Can they? It <laughs> I mean, they could. Oh, that would be awesome. They should riff Meet Dave. That's what they should do. All right. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch this now at some point. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to actually I'm go. I'm trying so hard paper. to be loud, oh. but you two are just so much louder You're, than You're okay. your own version of loud. <sighs> okay. That is just fine. Oh, I, just, I ruined just the here. paper. Here okay, all I, have to, all I have to, here's your advice. Later on, we talked about the movies. Let the anger encompass you. Okay. <laughs> what are you, Darth Vader? Uh, the yes. Anger. All right. Oh, so here's here's some other stuff that was out. So let me uh, zoom in here so I can see a little better, baby. So uh, the morning, GI Joe Flintstone, Shiro is on Rambo. These are oh my Rambo god, I forgot cartoon. that weird rated R cartoon. Thing. Rambo cartoon. Zoobly Zoo. Remember Zoobly Zoo? I do not remember that. I absolutely don't. Mask was... I just watched them. Oh my god, there's Plastic Man. I forgot they made a whole bunch of Plastic Man. He did. And then over in the afternoon, they had GoBots was on. I liked GoBots. I had all the GoBots. You're a... You're just because my parents couldn't afford Transformers. So I they, the then they shouldn't have afforded anything. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, Heather Class was on. Perfect Strangers that was, was on. Um, Highway to Heaven, Give God, Me a Break, 86. You Again. Dynasty, Magnum P.I., The Equalizer. Ah, Saint, right, Equalizer. Saint Elsewhere. So this was... <clears throat> the popular stuff. What was like? They had some movies on. Seven Brides from Seven Brothers was on <laughs> on Channel Twenty Three, wow. which we reviewed on the podcast already. Which for this season we yeah, did. Yeah, it was. That's right. And I loved it. And you, I, I ended up making you like it. I, I changed. You changed your review. It's in the a middle confusing of it. review. It it because is. half of that movie is I, the best, and half of it makes me want to burn the world to the ground. But that half also makes me. But that half also makes me just fucking laugh at it too. So I, that's what I think is funny about it. It's I have silly. the exact same opinion of that movie as Tim. I love <laughs> that movie, but also like the setup is like, what the fuck? Oh God, that's. <laughs> That's, oh, it's it's just kidnappings. insane. Oh, it, that's, I hope there aren't any weird kidnappings in any of the movies today. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, oh. so let me go back to the oh, page and through. Oh, didn't get to see the comics. No. <laughs> that, that, oh, fine. That, we'll go to the comics. <laughs> it doesn't there we go. Is we Calvin got and family, Hobbs there? family circus. The Far Side still out. Uh, All I'm looking Doomsbury. for is Calvin and Hobbs. No. So fuck you. No, Kevin okay. Hobbs is in here. It's gotta be. It's, Hold on, let me turn the page. Valley Fair. Um, there it is, Kevin Hobbs. All right, the only one worth it. Where is it? Right there, where it says Kelvin oh, and Hobbs. There it is. <laughs> Garfield. BC was. I was a big fan of BC, so I like. I like BC. It's peanuts. All. I mean, these are all classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. There's the the at the movie. So before we tell you what we actually picked, I'm gonna tell you like what is out. So. 
there was Armed and Dangerous, the John Candy Eugene Levy movie. Oh. Um, Karate Kid Part 2, Top Gun, Legal Eagles, which was, that was a Robert Redford, Daryl Hannah, Deborah Winger film. Oh, yeah. I wish Nothing I, in I common. Wish seen that, maybe. Nothing in common was Tom Hanks and Jackie Gleason, Gary Marshall movie. Well, how old um, was Gleason at that point, I wonder? Uh, he was old. He was old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah and her sisters, Woody Allen movie, but uh, we're banned from Woody Allen movies now because of. Well, I didn't say we were banned. <laughs> just I ones said, that he's in. I, oh yeah, okay. but also, man, you know, just spread them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay? He needs uh, to save his voice. Back to, scream too much. Back to school, which was the Rodney Dangerfield uh, hit. Uh, kind of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. David Cronenberg's The Fly. Have um, you seen The Fly, Amber? No. We should have seen The Fly. Howard the Duck. We didn't <laughs> see Howard the Duck. Well, you're the ones who picked the movies. So. I know. Howard the Duck. We didn't see that one. Um, one Crazy Summer, which we could have saw that one. That was the follow-up Better Off Dead, uh, St- Savage Steve Hall and John Cusack movie. We could have. Out of Bounds, which was we almost picked that one. That was the Anthony Michael Hall thriller because he was trying to change his image. Jojo Dancer, which we was... We had a uh, lot of options. Oh, then here's one. There's a shit ton of movies we could have watched. Spiker, we, we didn't five. see Spiker. Yeah. I don't know what Spiker is. Amber, what is Spiker? What the fuck? <laughs> what? I, I know this movie because of Rift Tracks. Oh. It is a wonderful movie about volleyball. Spiker. Oh. The U.S. Okay, team Spiker. training for the Olympics. And that it's, sounds fun. It's, yeah, it's something. <laughs> but, it was, but they riffed it. Yes. It's because okay. it's like, but I mean, you tried to make a really cool, like, yeah. volleyball, volleyball movie. movie. So this kind of <laughs> sounds like dodgeball. But they took it too seriously. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. We got um, Stand By Me. There's a lot of movies. Um, Heartburn, yeah. uh, Flight of the Navigator, The Boy Who Could Fly. Uh, did I say Aliens? Aliens. The aliens. Big Trouble in Little China. We could have seen that. <laughs> we have a lot of options. Gods Must Be Crazy. Short Circuit. Yeah. Oh, there's circuit. a lot of, like, a room with a it's view. 86. You can go there. You're going to find some oh, fun yeah. movies. Oh, the other thing is... Yeah. Y'all are trying to watch movies that you haven't seen well, a million times. Or movies that I'm just like, oh, I want Tim to see it kind of thing. So that's yeah. what I want too. Well, this is the weird week because I've seen two of these movies before. And, and I haven't not seen, seen any of them. I haven't them. seen any of them. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. Had you seen, yeah, any, you of seen any of these before? Had you heard of some of these movies? I had heard of... One well, we'll get to the actual I, list, I guess. Yeah, I had heard of Ruthless People because of the Weird Al Toothless People. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And I'm fairly sure when I was really young, I saw the Peanut Butter Solution, remembered nothing about it. Okay. That's weird because I cannot, I don't think I'm going to ever be able to forget that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the movies that we did pick, we only did five movies because that's just the way it worked out. There were any drive-ins open, I think. It was a weekday so the first movie uh, that we picked, and it's funny, Tim picked most of these, except one one of our friends picked them kind of for, yeah, for us a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Um, but there's only one that I really wanted to pick, and that was the last one. So, um, But everything else, Tim was kind of like, what? Oh, let's see that one. So the first one was Three Men in a Cradle, and Tim was like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, that's the original French version of Three Men and a Baby. He's like, oh, we're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what he said. Um, and then Ruthless People, and then when I said... Oh, I haven't seen that. Tim's like, what? You haven't seen it? Well, we're going to watch that. So then we're Ruthless People. <laughs> I apparently put my foot down a lot in this you episode. You did. You did. Danny DeVito, <laughs> Bette Midler. Um, then Peanut Butter Solution. So we have, uh, me and Tim have a mutual friend named David, a board game friend of ours. 
And when I was talking to him a couple months ago, and he's listening to the podcast, he's like, if you ever go back in time and you run into the peanut butter solution, I want you to watch that and review it. And, and sure enough, we looked at the paper, and there was the peanut butter I, solution. And I, and I talked to him, and I told him, oh, I guess you get to watch that. And he goes, oh, and he was like, you, I think he got a full direction. <laughs> okay. Oh, David. All right. Wow. Um, the last two um, were... Uh, I did not pick these. This oh, no, no, no. Well, Do so- not. No, 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 so no. I picked this next nope, one. You nope, son nope, of a bitch. Nope. So <laughs> Club Paradise, which was, it's a Harold Ramis film with Robin Williams and a bunch of other people. Yeah. Now, it was funny. We were going to pick Out of Bounds. And then I showed you the poster of this movie and you're like, oh. You sort of gave me the decision. I think we're going to have to see that. Yeah. <laughs> After you saw the poster. Um, and then lastly was, it was only showing in one screen. And so, but I'm like, I really want to see Manhunter because... So many of my film geek friends have like taken my film geek card away. I'm like, you haven't fucking seen Manhunter? Yeah. What? Are you crazy? Makes sense, you fucking film nerd. So I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm a film nerd. I've seen like almost 6,000 movies. I have not seen Manhunter. I'm looking forward to getting Manhunter because we both knew what it was. I don't know if Amber even knew what Manhunter was. Good. Oh, I'm very yeah. interested in Amber's review. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, you, yeah, Austin. Yeah. I don't care what you say, film nerd. Yeah, it was pretty highly <laughs> regarded among film geeks and cult following, for sure. Okay, so that's it. All right, and the first movie is Three Men and a Cradle. Now, have you all seen Three Men and a Baby? Have you ever seen Three Men and a Baby? I have. A while ago. I saw it in the theater, and then I maybe rented it one other time and watched it. I haven't seen it probably like in 25, 30 years. I was never that big of a fan of it. It was the number one film of 1987. It was that big? Yeah. And it was directed by... Wow. Spock. Leonard yes. Nimoy directed it. Oh. Yeah. And in this movie, at one point, they purchased the Dr. Dr. Spock's book. book about babies. Yes. With, do you know who Dr. Spock is? Um, <laughs> they... <laughs> I just had to say, there's there's multiple people. I'm like, if I'm going to ask a I question, I have to say to the name so people know who the like... fuck I'm talking to. But um, just have you ever heard of Dr. Spock? You've heard I, of Mr. Spock. Yes, yes. Dr. Spock was a baby doctor I, who wrote a book. I have vaguely heard okay. of that Spock as well. Well, but it was just fun that I saw that book and then I'm like, oh, Spock directed the remake. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he did. How, and, how did you even see the books, what they were? I, I have see. eyeballs and a television. I'm sorry, <laughs> a, a movie screen. It's big on the screen. I, Amber, I was, I it was, I was a movie screen. I wasn't paying attention <laughs> I saw it too. to I the saw it books. Too. Yeah. Oh, apparently I'm just blind. Then. No, 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 no. no, no. It was, it was you very, might have been taking notes fleeting. in your magic note. It was, machine. it was a fleeting, it was a fleeting shot. Yes, it wasn't it was like shot. it's not like a plot you, point. No, you both <laughs> were paying attention to the right spot at the right moment. Like, I just happened no. to notice it. That's all. It wasn't like a big deal. Well, this was they I, didn't know who they didn't like know Spock was going to fucking direct a remake. You have to give Amber a break because this was her first time time traveling. She was. This is the first movie. She's looking at that's right. Oh, look at this 1986 theater. 86, 86. Six a nightmare. That's all you were thinking. And also, it's in <laughs> French. I was reading subtitles. That's true. Yeah, reading the subtitles. There is subtitles. Yes. So, the plot of this movie, if you're not familiar with Three Men and a Baby, it's pretty much almost identical. It's three bachelors who are kind of like, I guess they're ladies' mans. They go into, you know, to, yeah, and uh, and uh, they just want to have one night stands with chicks. And, and you know, they're, they're all different Well, they're jobs. French. One, it yeah. makes more sense than this. They're French. It does. Okay. It does. They yeah, just got to bang the bang. That <laughs> is kind of And all like, the French chicks are super hot. Okay. One of them, one of them is, one of them is an artist. One of them is a businessman. And the other one is a pilot. So they're at a party or at their, their own house. They have a party at their house. 
And one They're of the gigantic oh, place. It's, yes. a, it's an apartment. Holy shit. And it is bigger than any house I've ever been in. Yeah, it's they're a like, fucking mansion. Let's go to this person's room. And they run for like five minutes <laughs> yeah, to get to the next room. I'm like, what the hell? Run around. So <laughs> it's, funny. Inside there. it's funny to, just to compare. Last night, um, before we recorded the podcast last night, I actually uh, rewatched Three Men and a Baby. Oh, did you? Yeah. And the Good. house is bigger in that movie. <laughs> but the, the apartment they, is bigger in that movie. Aren't they than in New in York in that? I mean, I'm yeah. assuming they're in Paris in yeah, this. Yeah, they're in Paris yes. in here. They're That's in New York. New York right there. is a bigger Paris. house. Yeah. It was bigger. It was a bigger house in uh, that doesn't a bigger apartment. They are. Well, I mean, guess they're three rich guys, so I guess they can afford it. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so what happened? So uh, there's a little bit of a mix-up because one of the uh, guests or one of the friends goes up to Jacques, who's the pilot, and he's like, hey, I got this package coming. Could you, you know, take care of it for me? I'm not going to be in town. He's like, oh, that's fine, whatever. And then so he tells all the other, uh, the two other roommates, like, hey, there's going to be a package coming. And they open up the door, and it's a baby with a note saying, like, oh, take care of this, this uh, uh, Sylvia. <laughs> yeah. And, no, S- Sylvia's the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvia's like, take care of yeah. this. And, and it was Maria in this movie. And I think it's, it's Mary the in the end. Marie. Marie. Kid. Marie. Yes. The yes. pilot's kid. It's Jacques' kid. Yes. Yeah. So, but, I, Sylvia's like, I'm going to be in the States for six months. Here, watch my baby. Uh, yeah. Here's, here's here's what she actually said. I'm a terrible mother. Okay? <laughs> yes. And give my baby to the random and they, didn't, they didn't change that. <laughs> just, just leave it at the door. They didn't change that all in the American version. It's I was like, oh, still a terrible mother. Yep. yep. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, Is she a model in the American one, too? Um, she's, she's, an like act, a, she's an actress. Act, okay. yeah, I, th- I think so. I think something like that. It's na- played by Nancy Travis. Because the fact that You've seen it recently because I'm like, I think it's similar. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty similar. Um, even with the drug subplot still in there as well. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, then there's like the, the, the goof, you know, the, it's a little bit like the French farce stuff of them like, oh, they got to take care of the baby. They got to put the, the diaper on, whatever. And then um, there is a little subplot there with the actual package that the friend was actually talking about was heroin or dope or whatever it is. Um, uh, they call it dope. It's heroin. Yeah. But powdered form. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works. I'm I not. I, I don't know drugs. Yes. So it gets, I'm not. I, I'm square. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets a little bit. There's a mix up with that. And then when the guys actually come, there's um, some drug dealers actually come to pick up the package. But, oh, you're here to pick up the baby because they don't know about the other package. <laughs> and so they uh, the baby, they take the baby and then they realize it and then they go try to get it. But then a cop comes over and is like all suspicious and then so now they're under investigation on drugs but the drug dealers <laughs> want their want their stuff back and so they ransack the place and then meanwhile the pilot comes back and is like oh shit i have a kid then more comic yeah some comedy that, ensues. That it was yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. they couldn't get a hold of him yeah well then they because did he was, because he was off in thailand or whatever yeah, yeah. going wherever yep. he wanted to. and and but it seems like you could get a hold of his employers right. and well, they, they have did. to know where the fuck he is well they did get a hold of him but it was right when the cop was there and they didn't want to give oh that's away. right that's so, right he yeah, did have yeah. like bullshit conversation sure oh he, <laughs> well, well, he the cop called. is listening in yeah on yes yeah, he was right yeah. So anyway, so that's that was kind of the premise of the film. So sorry to compare the movies, but this is better than the Amer- American. I, I actually, having watched this, I'm like, <laughs> I think this might be better. It might be better I, made. I remember nothing about the. It is absolutely better made. The other one is is shot like a sitcom, 
And this okay. actually has some good camera work and yeah. framing. There's a shot in the movie when um, the artist guy, for I don't remember their Michelle. names. It was Michelle. Who actually looked like if Eugene Levy and Rick Moranis had a kid. Yeah, he <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. And Paul Reiser. A little Paul Reiser in there, too. It's like he all is, three of them. You're right. You're right. However, that would work. Yeah, that I don't would, know. That's not how babies work. No. Anyways, <laughs> that's, that's, it could be their cousin. In the American version, they're all super hunks. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. This, there's the pilot who's an attractive. There's the middle guy who's all, kind of okay looking, and the guy who looks handsome. like a fucking troll. Okay. <laughs> well, I so I mean, he still gets banged a lot more than I get banged. So whatever. <laughs> so there's so there's the um, there's a shot where he's on the park bench and he's like sitting with his with his hands um, like oh, up on yep, his head yep. and. There's like a hole in his oh, elbow. It's cool. And the camera zooms in yeah. on the person watching. I'm like, oh my God. And then they do this rack focus. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot more effort that they spent on camera work than they did in the American version. So the American one didn't need French camera filmmaking. Work. It so had hooks. It had Tom Selleck. <laughs> it, had, it had the Gutenberg. Yep. It, uh, it had the Gutenberg. <laughs> he was the only one of those three who hasn't really done anything since then. No, 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 no. He hasn't. As, as far as the French farce goes, I actually like this movie, so I thought I, it was fun. I don't know if you I did. liked it. You don't have to yeah. like it. You don't have to agree it, with us. No, no I pressure. thought it was fun too. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> so mean, you had e- seen even though... the American one you said. But she doesn't remember it. But yeah, no, this one, I, I think the, the actors are really funny. I think the guy who plays Michelle is really funny in the movie. Yeah, actually, I, I thought um, all three were pretty funny, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're, they're really good actors in the meantime. Yes. I'm like, the director of this, the. Uh, Colleen Saru. Yeah. yeah, she never. Yeah. I, I I checked into her. She, oh. she never went into like American oh, English films or anything. Oh, it's a it's a. I didn't realize. And I'm it. like, I didn't realize it was a female. And a I'm like, I wish she had, because oh. she's good at fucking movies. Yeah, yeah. But actually, I'm like, oh, we ever have the option I mean, to see some other French movies that she made? It still has she, a lot of. Uh, she directed the the French sequel too. I mean, Eighteen years later, you know. <laughs> this isn't the best movie or perfect movie because it it's it, it follows a lot of formula and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you got. But first I mean, the yeah, guys I mean, are gonna fall in love with with the baby. But some of the like the early scenes when they were messing with the baby, when they put that first diaper on, and, he, <laughs> and what what did he, one of the guys goes, what the what what the hell's wrong with this diaper? <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight up to her shoulder. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. diaper. That's like an adult it's diaper great. they got. And you for know, that baby. I loved <laughs> the pharmacist that they went to talk to. Oh yeah, she, she was, was great. She was really good. Just they're just trying I, to find I need the to formula. Get formula and it's like well how about what about this like, yeah, how yeah, old yeah. is she does she have teeth and all, all these questions he's like i have no idea what about that brand yeah oh that's a good brand and it has this stuff and it's just like well, but they might be I allergic just, to it and it might be yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah and then they're like diapers i'm like oh that was a whole nother thing and are, are like, they yeah, get are, the most absorbent ones and they're like the size of the baby <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah. it's absorbent are because in this the three men yeah were very different from one another. Yes. Are they more different in this than they are in the American one? Uh, they were. I feel kind of like the American the one were just three handsome dudes who lived together. Well, okay. So the, the thing, what, what what's the the big difference between this one is this one actually the comedy and the far stuff really works based on the actual writing and the directing and the actors' performances. In the American one, they're relying on it working because oh, it's Tom Selleck with a baby. <laughs> and and you know what I mean? You're not relying on the comic timing. You're going like, it's amusing to watch Steve Gutenberg try to entertain a baby. You yeah, know, the that, weird thing is, none of those three I would consider, although, I mean, obviously we all know uh, 
what's his face Ted came Danson? from Cheers. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Which is a comedy. Yeah, yeah. And is a very good comedy. Well, Steve show. Gutenberg is Police Academy. But he is not known for his still like his comedy thing. Steve Gutenberg was because while well, he was yeah, in Police Academy. Yeah, he came from the he came from comedy stuff. Yeah. But Selleck didn't though. Selleck has is just like literally just Handsome in a box. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but no, I, I, with a mustache. Sorry, with the mustache. Yeah, yeah. No, this Gotta one, include the mustache. Yes. No, I thought that. No, I thought this was fun. I, I, I like the movie. Um, random aside, in oh, yeah. Spiker, there is a random. <laughs> well, I know. Knows, I know. Right. Well, Sharon warned us it was a random aside. It yeah, like, uh, completely uh, random, and it is completely random okay, in the movie the, I, too. I want to know. The, this volleyball team, as part of their fundraiser or whatever, they they're selling posters, and the poster is randomly Tom Selleck with a volleyball. <laughs> oh, I gotta see this fucking movie. Like, I like Hands in a Box. Like, eventually they're like, who's this on the posters? Like, Tom Selleck. And they're like, it is? And, like, the, Can you the not riff- tell that it's Tom well, Selleck? They don't, they don't really show the poster itself. Oh, they probably couldn't but get a then, real picture of Tom Selleck for their shitty movie that costs $30 to make. But yeah. <laughs> somebody on uh, the Rift Tracks Twitch chat found that picture so you can see exactly what it is and it's just tom Selleck holding a ball it is tom Selleck. it's like okay. what the hell oh, wow. weird <laughs> i thought weird. they might have just got a different dude with a mustache and we're said, have to nope, watch we're it act like that's tom Selleck. we have first we, we have to watch it we what a... year was this that weird that come out 86 that we could have saw it was it on the list yes, yes. that's what we were talking oh, I'm about sorry we i could have watched i'm old <laughs> fuck you people that's funny we're gonna i could have seen this movie in the theater by driving there yeah that's right but no, yeah, I'm starting to think of other stuff that I liked in the movie. Um, oh, when they're doing the diaper, and they actually show have a shot of the baby pissing on the... Like oh, actual, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there was, 100%. I, there's yep. more pissing in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And more close-ups of pissing. Well, it's because it's French, so they can <laughs> yeah, show it. You yeah, know? And, and Hollywood, they would never do that. But yeah, I don't know if you have anything more to add on this. You're like, you're not... No, you're like, uh, I, 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 I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I did too. This is the reason why when, when it came up, I'm like, we got to see that. Because yeah. I assume... Most of the time they make a remake, it's probably yeah. because it's pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they make a remake because it was a good idea, yeah. but it didn't fucking work. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's funny. I was looking at the reviews. Um, I always look up reviews and stuff, and uh, Roger Ebert gave this half a star. What? Well, Roger Ebert's weird sometimes. Yeah, it was I weird. I think he said, someday I'm going to die of cancer. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> My jaw's gonna fall out. I'll die of cancer. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that is true. That's what happened. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, uh, anyways, yeah, I would give this. I'm giving it a three out of four. I, I did enjoy. Oh it. yeah, I'm going three. Same. Same thing. Oh, we're so like, much agreeing. Look at that. I can't so wait like, for the inevitable disagreements. Yay. <laughs> um, okay, our next movie is Ruthless People, and Ruthless People was. Now this was um, the number. So I wish I would have done this. On earlier podcasts, I just kind of thought of doing Some this. of these movies aren't going to come up with those numbers, though. No, no, no. Because sometimes we watch movies that nobody's fucking heard right, of. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, what's interesting is that I I, I, I want to list their ranking. So, in 1996, out of the 100 movies that came out, this was number nine most popular film. Okay. This was in the top ten most popular films. Okay. I think A Three Minute Cradle was like 126 or something like that. It's French. It's yeah, only yeah, yeah. in French. Right, right, right. It was right. huge in it was, France. It was not many theaters. So France it was is in tiny. one theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tiny little country. Anyways. With like eight people. Ruthless, <laughs> ruthless people. Danny DeVito, Bette Midler, Judge Reinhold when he was making movies, when they actually like let him in movies. Yep. Um, Helen Slater, who was, she had a little bit of time. She was like the love interest in Secret of My Success. Bill Pullman. Is in there, so you can see some Bill Pullman. Yeah, he's good. Watching I actually thought he was pretty good in this too. Oh, oh, Bill Pullman. 
Yeah, this was he, before because I, I first saw him as Lone Star in, one year later in Spaceballs. That was oh, the yeah. First oh, movie yeah, I ever that's saw right. So I never really, and I never saw this movie, and you've seen this. I had seen this, but I never, saw it 30 you fucking years ago. You have seen any of these movies? No. Okay. Except I, I think Maybe I Peanut had Butter. seen Peanut Butter Solution when I was a kid. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so Ruthless People. Now, this was directed by Jim Abrams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. They directed, this is the third film, and they directed Airplane and Top Secret. In my opinion, the two, one of the two, two of the funniest oh, yeah. films I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yep. They are so funny. This is a real different thing. It's this a, is like an actual plot movie. A really different <laughs> movie from them, yes. Yeah, and it's funny. Oh, and I was looking at also the cinematographer when I was watching the credits. I don't know if it's Jandabont or Yandabont, but he was a cinematographer who went on to direct Speed. So he directed oh, Speed okay. as the cinematographer. Did he get like ah. a huge career after Speed? Speed was huge. He did Twister. Okay. And then he did Speed 2, and then his career was almost over pretty much after that. <laughs> that allow you to make one bad movie? That, that <laughs> well, then he made another bad movie, the remake of The Haunting. And then he directed... That didn't t- stop. There's a and then he did a Tomb Raider sequel, and then that was it. So he's the done. The Tomb Raider sequel is yeah. supposed to be... I don't remember anything, but some people I think it's good. Both of them are terrible. I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, ruthless people. Tomb Raider. So this movie, Danny DeVito is a shyster... You know, oh, God, he's guy. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big Danny DeVito He's fan. Danny DeVito. He's never and, and, not amazing. No, Danny DeVito's awesome. <laughs> Danny DeVito, like, right away, started the conversation. Oh, wait, there's an opening animated. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Oh, God, with, I got to go to my notes. Song, uh, what about the first thing I said? People. It's an animated uh, credit sequence, title sequence. Ruthless um, People by Mick Jagger? Yes, <laughs> it was Mick Jagger. Weirdo Yankovic did Toothless People. Toothless People, yeah, which okay. I think a lot of people don't think is, don't even know about this. Yeah. Because... He actually wrote and made that before this came out because he just assumed this song was going to be a big hit. Oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. this song really wasn't that big a hit. <laughs> but boy, this movie thinks it's going to be a big hit. Because it plays it like eight like times. Well, it's going to be like, oh, the soundtrack is just ruthless people over and over again. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's, so, but it starts with Danny DeVito talking to his mistress, going like how? very loudly in a restaurant. Oh yeah, oh. of how he's going to kill his wife. He is so excited to kill his oh. wife. He is like, oh. I hate the way she snores. I hate the way she, you know, like she makes this noise. Eh, you know, and Your morning DeVito is pretty good. What? Oh <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. You. I don't know. I was <laughs> so there's that. But then what happens is she is kidnapped by two uh, people. Uh, Judge Reinhold and Helen Slater, who used to work for, or at least uh, Helen Slater worked for Danny DeVito, because Danny, De- and she was like a designer, and like he stole like the design of spandex skirts, spandex yep. mini skirts. Mini skirts. Thank, Thank you. you. Which yeah. I'm like in the mid '60s. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't a thing yet. Um, but now he's making money off of it and everything, and uh, and they they kidnap her because they're trying to get money, but they are like. They are not ruthless people. They are like the, the kindest. They people. try to be ruthless, <laughs> they, but they, they but don't. she's particularly terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Reynolds trying, but then he also, but even at his job, yeah. you know, he's just like trying to like, hey, you should buy the speaker, and I'm like, yeah, you're gonna, oh, I made a sale. I'm like, actually, no, you 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 should get this because it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's I'm actually gonna, better. It's not. I kidnapped just a woman, but I still have to go to work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's that, but then Danny DeVito's excited because now he's like, because he was about to chloroform her ass, and he's and all of a sudden and then toss her off a cliff or something. Yes, and then she he gets a ransom thing that that she's been kidnapped, and he gets a phone call, and he's just he the, when he gets that phone call and Judge Reinhold. Oh, he's so. Uh... 
I've never seen a happier man in my life. Do you understand? <laughs> and he was just like, and the, just his face. If, it's if one long take. If you don't yeah. do this, yeah. she will die. And his face, he's so excited. He's like, do you understand? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The later times when he is try when he like has a conversation, he's like verifying, yeah. you're going to kill her, right? If I, if I don't do this, if or I if this, I do this, she's gonna die. she will die. <laughs> and he constantly doesn't show up at the thing. And he's like, okay, um, we'll lower it down to, to 10,000 oh, or 50,000. Yeah, don't don't call 000. the police yeah. or the press or anything. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later. Well, the next shot is the... Cops and the press were there. Yeah, which is, oh, which yeah, is yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie like, is actually very funny. And there's another. There's it's a, it's made by comedy there's fucking a, god. There's another. <laughs> uh, there's another subplot, and the subplot is um, oh. Bill Pullman is the mistress's mistress kind of. or boyfriend. Or he, yeah, he's essentially Ken. Who? It's great. Or, yeah. According to one of the cops in the movies, the dumbest person on the face of the oh, earth. Oh God, he is <laughs> yeah. real stupid. He's really good at it. So he's I, like, I, he's got like bleach blonde hair. So he's he goes just, to the, the he goes to the hill or the cliff that Danny DeVito is going to shove Bette Midler off of. He's going to videotape it. And he sees someone else pull up. And he's like, oh, this must be them. He apparently doesn't know what Danny DeVito looks like. No. He's never heard the description of and being, being a it. fucking smurf. And, okay. And there's another, there's like the, uh, well, we find out later the, the chief of police <laughs> that, that was a twist. And, and, uh, and who's there with a prostitute going like, I want you to scream as loud as you can while we have sex. And so. Oh my God. She screams like she's being flayed alive. Yeah, she's good at her job. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, so she's screaming, and he's just like, "Oh, I can't listen to it. I'm gonna throw up." And uh, and, and he eventually like turns he, around. He's like, "Oh, oh, this is so be, gross." Because he thinks that he's she's being. He thought that she was gonna be drugged. Bette Midler was gonna yeah. be drugged and just tossed off a cliff. But instead, and he's like, "Oh my God, she's not dead yet." And then he thinks that all of the screaming that sounds yeah. like she's being murdered. Yeah. Even yeah. And he's not really sex. watching. He's yeah. recording it, but he can't watch it. So he doesn't see that it's yeah. obviously. Right. Obviously yeah. not having sex. It's not, yeah. And then he videotapes. So later on, like, for well, the last and, 20 and minutes of the movie, he he, that's he that, realizes that he, he brings that tape back to the mistress. Yeah. And she is also like, oh, God, I can't watch yeah, this. She starts watching it. we have this proof. Yeah. Let's send yeah. it to the chief of police. Yep. Who is the guy in the video. Yes. And then uh, Bette Midler, uh, who's kidnapped, she ends up kind of becoming friends later on with uh, Judge Reinhold and Helen Slater when she finds out that Danny DeVito has been lowering the cost yeah. and he's not paying Because she was kidnapped by Kmart. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then yes. there's, there's a whole... <laughs> oh, that's that, right. That's that was that a line. great line. So there's a subplot in the movie, too, of her you know, uh, thinking that she's fat, so she, like, works body out and loses shaming. 20. Yeah, there was body But she also apparently gets in shape in about a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. shape. Lost 20 minutes. A, a couple 20 of pounds. just, like, push-ups, and she's I in the best shape of her life. Pounds. Oh, my God. The, the, that made me mad. It, it was, it's, yeah. it's the body weird. Shape. Like, it she wasn't, weird. Uh, no. she wasn't even, like, big, really. I went to no. so many fat camps. Well, it's like, she wait, was, She was wearing some padding, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, like... Yeah. But you no, went it, to f multiple fat camps because yeah. you're so fat. Oh, this it's is the thing that doesn't have to happen in the in the thing. Yeah, she can be Bette Midler and still be really good at being really fucking annoying to her husband, which makes sense because I kind of hate her. <laughs> I don't hate yeah. Bette Midler. I hated her in this. Yeah, I didn't yeah, hate yeah. her in this. I yes, thought she was she's, great. She's Whatever, hard being, to describe. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> good at being obnoxious. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um. I the, the one of the funnier uh, scenes in the movie that I thought was one like one of the first scenes when she was like trying to escape and like the fighting between her and Judge. Oh Rainbow. god! Oh, 
That was kind of funny. She does escape. Ch- chucking yeah. the coffee cup at his Yo, face. Yo, that was hilarious. When he throws that coffee mug right at his face, and you're like, holy shit. Like that, that and it like, well, hits him right on the bridge of the nose. Yeah, and he's and got then, like a mark. And... and then later, there's nothing. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would leave a giant black I think yeah. when I first saw Broke this, I got the impression she had been kidnapped for like months. Yeah. But then I watched it, and I'm like, no, it's been literally a week and a half. Yep. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I the, the pluses for me, uh, Danny DeVito is, he's good, and he's oh, just Danny DeVito. Pretty much everybody pretty in much. this is really um, good at Judge Reynolds, role. fine. Um, Helen Slater's good. Uh, Bette Midler, it was weird. I actually found her funnier in Outrageous Fortune that we, yeah, we saw. Maybe. Earlier. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I didn't really like all the stuff with her, like the body shaming stuff. Like, I didn't like any of that stuff. But boy, DeVito, no, like, DeVito brings this movie to a fucking next level of hilarity he's so slimy and gross but so amazingly good and hateable god i loved him so (laughs) i have a problem with this movie oh yeah zero stars go no 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 no. (laughs) i think this movie is overrated um i think danny vito's funny i think some of the other stuff's good i think a lot of the other stuff is just a lot of the other comedy in this is so telegraphed and so scripted that I could just see everything coming. It's a coming. different type of comedy than their previous ones. You know what? If this was directed by someone else, I might have had a different impression on the film. Okay. Because Airplane and Top Secret are the two funniest films I've ever seen. I'm like, this is their third movie? I fucking can't wait to watch it. And I'm like, oh, this could have been directed by anybody. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, I, it does not feel who, like one of their movies. It? It's, they did not write it, which they okay. wrote the other one. That's, see, that's more Dale similar thing. Because this is... This has a quote-unquote story, and it's yes. weird. I mean, granted, at one point, a serial killer shows up who happens to look almost exactly like Judge. Yeah, 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 And yeah. then they use him to fake his death and was, blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. Which oh, is the, like, the killer, yeah. Yeah, the killer. The, uh, who's in, which, you, which makes sense that you forget about it because it was such a... Just a thing that happened out, in the movie for out five of minutes. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it started off pretty good, but like by the end, you know, there's like the chase at the end, and then they're on the pier, and it was just there's, like there's so many weird side plots, and yeah. also a lot of things that just don't hold up. Boy. So I didn't like it as much as probably you did, Tim. But I see. I think I probably liked it more than you, both you people, just <laughs> yeah. because I liked so Devito is... so fucking. No, no, much. he and was so liked. Oh, I'm a big dude. He's definitely it. the reason to watch the film. He's he's yeah. really good. But the the just the the comedy felt a lot of it felt forced and 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 uh, all her like the body shaming stuff that was all yeah. felt really forced, really contrived. Yeah. Um. I don't know. By the end of the movie, like, both you like Bill. I, Bill Pullman was a, was just a little. I think too it was just because he was so me. different in it than yeah. I've seen him in later movies. Because in this, he was a real, real fucking stupid. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, believably stupid. I'm like, yeah, right. that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and then at the end, you said that you know they played the ruthless people song. You know the big car chase at the end. I'm like, oh, what are we gonna use for music? Ah, oh, let's just play ruthless people well, again. again. <laughs> and then music, yeah, and it's like it's already mm-hmm. in the tape player. Go. Okay. <laughs> So I'm I'm at a two and a half out of four. It's not, oh, that's that's more than I expected out of you. No, no, no. It, I didn't hate this movie at all. It's just I was disappointed because of the directors and the filmmakers okay. that I would expect something. Because I'm actually going two and a half myself. Funny. Oh, two and a half. I didn't think totally it's not as good as the previous comedy okay. we just watched. There are parts of this that are three times funnier than anything in Men in the Cradle. Okay? Yeah, I'd but say it's so. mostly those parts are Danny DeVito being fucking perfect. Okay. Oh, so when I was watching the film, because I said I never saw this before, yeah. I saw a part of this before, oh. and I was 10 years old, and I walked into my room with my mom watching it, and it was 
the sex scene in the car. My mom's like, oh, get out of this room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I totally remember that. I was like, holy shit, that's this movie. That's why you have that car fetish now. I understand. <laughs> I was just like, that's oh, the movie. Oh this is God. it. That's so, funny. Wow. That's so funny. what? What? Yeah, we need we need we need you to rant about movies. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the one I rant. I would rant about. You can rant. Yeah. There's there's like all the toxic stuff in this movie. Louder. I'm just it's also like, 1986. I'm not, I know. <laughs> if I was watching Anger. this, if I was watching this like back in the 80s or the 90s, I might not be like wow, but. I'm trying to be loud and I'm failing. I'm going to no, stop. No, you're just fine. I'm going to stop. Fine. I can't yell the way that you two can. I'll just, when you say it, I'll repeat it louder. Mm, That's, no, is that mansplaining? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're canceled. <laughs> no, I, again. But again. just a random aside. Yeah. Th- their house was like the most 80s house to ever exist. Oh, yeah. That was pretty amazing. And somehow, oh, still yeah. not as big as the apartment in Three Men in a Cradle. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But, I mean, the whole, like, fat shaming shit yeah. and was yeah. just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, she just got so obsessed with that. And in the end, she was like, oh, my God, I lost 20 pounds. Like, that was the biggest thing that yeah. could ever happen to her. And it was just... It was so huge. And it's like, it was, it what was, the fuck? It was, it was annoying. Like, they did put some, like, a little bit of a fat suit on her, but she, like, not really. I think she was not, not much. Yeah. It, it was just baggy clothes, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. And plus, um, Judge Reinhold and uh, Helen Slater. Judge Reinhold was like, Do you enjoy getting stepped on? Because she had her um, her design stolen by oh, that yeah. other guy. You're yelling at her about getting stepped on as you're stepping on her. Like, fuck you, dude. You you decided to plan this kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. All this shit because she's getting stepped on and you're forcing her into this. And it's yeah. just like, dude, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> there, there was funny stuff in it. I will admit, yeah. I was laughing for a lot. And that... <laughs> I've been kidnapped by Kmart. That, that was, was great. A, it was a good line. That was legit a hilarious line. Overall, eh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. There's well, a star value. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. <laughs> One? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, our disagreements like are fun. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> because, because I did laugh at it, but overall, hey, there, I was just like. The straight white guys kind of liked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all right. No, I was, I was, yeah, I was really disappointed in it. I but you're right. Let's just watch Top Secret. It's fucking amazing. Oh my god, fucking, have you seen Top Secret? Uh, not for a long it's time. A, another actually, one of those movies that I saw as a kid. I actually like it better than Airplane. Oh, I think oh, it's funnier. It's just another opinion you're wrong about. Oh okay? no, I think I think it's funnier. It's, it's funny, funnier. but it's fucking Airplane. You fucking psycho. Oh, I love Airplane, but I think Top psycho. Secret. Makes it a next. It's level, like saying, but yeah. okay, I was gonna say it was like bird demic better I've... than birds, but obviously it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not that much a drop. Okay? Oh my! God. I I saw birds once, but I've seen bird demic a lot because that is a classic riff track. Because it's better. All right. Um. That's ruthless people. Our next movie is. The Peanut Butter Solution, which is based on a kid's book. Now, I remember... Oh, this was based on a kid's book? I, really? I, or maybe it wasn't. I don't I, know. I wonder why it makes it fucking sense. <laughs> I'm like looking... Yeah, maybe it wasn't. I thought was it was. Was it written by children? It, uh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't appear to be. Was it written by an AI, but it was in the 80s, oh. so it didn't know how <laughs> fucking AI worked? <laughs> the Peanut Butter Solution, yeah, is a kid's movie. This is the did... second installment of Tales for All okay, series. Okay, I saw that in the beginning. What the fuck is Tales for All? And I yeah, I'm like, is this the wrong movie? What's going on? So yeah, this was, like, what the hell? It was Canadian, so 
That's, that's so now that explains like why that makes Canadians. no sense. Yes. Now it makes sense. Yes, yes. Like French have, Canadian people are weird. And <laughs> the credits were in French, and I was like, Yeah, and whenever you saw a newspaper, literally half the time a French newspaper. Like, I don't know who this director is, an Australian documentarian filmmaker. Oh, this was a documentary. He's Understandable. Dude, this yeah. guy's still, this guy's so still alive. alive. This so happened. Alive. This is a thing that happened in my childhood. Is what he said. <laughs> wow. Remember yeah. when I went bald? Yeah. <laughs> remember, I was, remember when I turned Charlie Brown <laughs> for oh, like a gosh. week, and I was miserable. Charlie Brown actually had some hair sketch. Yeah, I guess. There. I, I think he may have had marker that he drew on the side of his That's head. Right. Yeah, okay. So the peanut butter solution is about um. I am interested in your plot synopsis yes, for I'm, this movie. I'm well, let's go. Here waiting to hear what. <laughs> so Michael is 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 so he with his family. So there's like a brother, and then there's the the sister. There's the dad who is not a very good dad. Nope. <laughs> he's a awful. I mean, he's not the worst dad he's, in a movie. He's not a very good parent. But he's I, fucking. He's just a bad. He's bad. He's, he's bad. But I think he's French Canadian, so that just he's makes not, him bad. I don't know. He's not a bad. He's not <laughs> a bad. He's that. not a bad person in a sense where he's 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 a good hearted person, but he's not he's good not, at parenting. Yeah, he's at not all. the great. No, head. he's yeah. not great at parenting. Um, I think like he's. His, his I think he's is written by people who are bad parents. So, <laughs> yeah, so the is. mom, the mom is gone somewhere. Oh no, she's off because she's there's Australia. Her, she has to, her, her, yeah. her dad in, in died or something. In the beginning, they you make know, it sound like she left him or something. That's, That's what, what it sounds like. Too. But then later it's like, oh no, she's just off Here's, somewhere for a I, while. I, my suspicion is it started off that she had left them, and then they then they uh, chickened out on that and said, she's in Australia. And then by the end it's like, we're going to super chicken out. Mom's back. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the movie. I, I could see that, yeah. Yep, and then there's a the kid next door. Is I got a friend. Anyway, so the uh, the, two, the two kids. Are, yep, they're in uh, soccer practice together. They play soccer, and anyway, so they go to school. And then you see the art class, which has the worst teacher. Oh my of, god! In history, the senor. Um, senor, yeah, <laughs> and and the way he's like talking and just like I'm like, oh, I had an art uh, teacher that was kind of similar to that. And, like this, this and guy it made is me never to, want to make art. Is that what happened he to your hair? Creativity. Yes. In an art class. That's what happened to me. Also, and I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. It was the most arbitrary way you would say that's good and that's bad, and I'm like, what are you talking about? They're this fucking same terrible level of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> They're children. It's a child's <laughs> drawing of a dog. And sometimes you got draw perfect, and then right. some draw like a side profile that was fine. Other times. It's slightly wrong. Yeah. And he's just enraged. And then one kid <laughs> draws the dog and puts yeah. flames in the background. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what and the like, hell is that? Easily, There's no flames. And he tears Easily it by yeah. far the best picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that any other kids did. So much oh better than yeah. any other ones. Well, right, right. Which makes no sense because that was the main character. Yeah. yeah. Right? And his father is a fucking terrible artist. Holy shit, is that guy suck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my right. god, that painting is fucking terrible. But that giant paint, that giant painting he made, what did they say? It could sell for like $6,000. Did it have $6,000 worth of paint in it? Is I'm that like, what you're talking about? Because it fucking did sucked. It, did he paint solid gold into the painting? God damn it. Like, yeah, yeah. He painted it with yeah. the blood of virgins. And so <laughs> you can do it to be a fucking immortal. Oh. I still wouldn't pay that money. Oh my it's god. fucking awful. We have still anyway. gotten to, we have still gotten to the crazy. So there's a there's a spooky mansion, and they're like, hey, we should go check in this house. So Michael goes inside to, to look in the house. His hair stands straight up. He's scared, and then he doesn't remember what he saw or anything like that. But then he wakes up, and he doesn't have any hair. He lost his hair. Yep. 
Um, you don't know what he saw. Yeah, it's some right. random burnt yeah. out house that they're yeah. like, let's go look inside it. Yeah. I thought he was going to die or something. Yeah. Because I had no idea in this movie, and I'm like, there's a chance there's just, is this movie about a kid who dies? And he's a ghost? Uh, oh, no, I didn't know there was going to be fucking ghosts. Oh, yeah, the, of the he homeless He was climbing people. up the yeah. thing, and I'm like, I did that when I was a kid. I'm yeah. amazed I'm still alive, these, okay? <laughs> these ghosts from this house fire just show up in his house after he loses his hair. Well, and... one of them is a person who was alive earlier in the movie, yes. and he, like, gave a couple of Bucks pennies to him. To yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So he, change. but th- but then what happens is that, uh... They're like, give him the solution for, yeah, yeah, they, yeah we know they, we know how to fix your hair. They show up in his house and he's just like, oh, hey, how's it going, ghosts? Oh, yeah, he's not scared or anything. Like, yeah, he doesn't those even terrifying care. people who earlier in the movie were so scary, you find out later, earlier in the movie Spoilers. were so scary that he lost all his hair. He sees him again, fucking fine. Okay? Yeah, they show up in his house and start like grabbing much stuff out of his cupboards. He's, he's just like... Hey, how's it going? Look at my hair. That's not there anymore. If they made it so that he had seen their dead bodies in a burned out hus- a burned out husk, yeah. uh, that would make more fucking sense. Yes. That would be, that'd that'd be fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> then, it, then the movie we gets... Fit, we're fixing this movie, by the way. <laughs> then, then the movie gets crazy. So <laughs> Yes, then it gets his crazy. Hair, his hair starts <laughs> growing, but then it starts growing rapidly. Oh, no, no, no. no. They, they, they gave him a formula yeah, for yeah, something yeah. to put on yeah, his yeah. head. He fucked yeah. it up the first time. You have, you have yeah. to be careful about how much peanut butter you put in it. Yes. Oh, that's right. His <clears throat> his family grabbed him and dumped it out because they thought he was going to drink it. But then so he had to make it again. Yeah, that's but then right. he makes and it he couldn't again, remember how to do it. It's too... No, no, no. He makes it again, and it's too watery, and it's going to drip all over. Yep, he's so like, he I don't want hair everywhere. Put more so peanut he, butter in it. They specifically tell him, "Don't get in your hands." Well, his hair starts growing, and it starts growing a lot rapidly, yeah. very rapidly. Well, don't forget, his neighbor friend took some and put it downstairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A guy's got to do what a guy's got to do, and he like puts it on down. Yeah, like what the hell? What the hell? And later on, it starts growing out of his pants. And then yeah. later on, so. in the twenty tens, everybody's holding to get rid of it. Okay. <laughs> but later on in the movie, he just no longer has ever growing pubes. Like yes. that's just what. Uh, I don't it, know it showed happened. it a couple of times coming out of like his pants. Yeah, bottom. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and then and his they never really mentioned it again. With it, and then yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. suddenly, oh yeah, he doesn't. I think have he kind anymore. of brought it up with the artist guy later sort of i don't kind know of, maybe I'm, I'm sitting I here don't. reading this description and oh, it yeah, says yeah, yeah. while michael frantically searches for a solution connie discovers that the hair will stop growing by yelling at it i did not get that at what all what are you talking about that's that's that what doesn't it says fucking in happen description. In the movie. <laughs> that does not happen at all so apparently they what? we gotta talk he, to david because he apparently loves this fucking movie apparently and he's he no figured that out friend. when his pubes stopped growing i right, guess right, right. i don't know but i did not get that at all from watching the but movie. well then when so then the art teacher comes back in and he finds out about this whatever the magic hair this, yep and so he kidnaps Michael and every other kid in the neighborhood seem, seemingly yeah yeah apparently yeah with and nobody ever mentioned it until we find out other ones were mentioned other ones are kidnapped yeah. that all the, all the ones were kidnapped and also none of the parents care <laughs> so they're all kidnapped much, thank God those kids much. are gone so there's a creepy scene in the movie where he like gets all the kids and he goes. Uh, and he starts using the hair for the paintbrush, and so what then paintbrush is terrible. Yeah, and then he's painting, he's doing that painting, and then he like goes inside, it and all the kids it's are like, laughing. Like and a, I don't understand why they like him so when much. He, when they were showing him painting, I was like, oh, this is like the intro of Bob Ross. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, is that what? Oh, Bob Ross stole hair from a 
weird handicapped child. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's why he's got great hair. Yeah, he for some reason he had yeah. to kidnap all yeah. the children of yeah. the neighborhood. They were became to his make like opera, they became his like factory workers. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. He needed to kidnap a bunch of children. Yes. Because there was no other way to do it. Right. This. But yeah, then they try to escape and then the dad shows up and goes, Hiya! And then it's it's over. That's it. But remember he comes well, in and he's like, Stop! He has the karate chops no, 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 no. The, and then the, he brings the cops. The way like, it, the hair issue ends is they have him magically Bob oh. Ross style paint. And he goes inside the, the house. The fright. Yes. Yeah. Even though That's Michael right. can't remember what it is, he yeah. keeps dreaming about it, but he can't remember what yes. he saw. And but so they have he... him paint that and, he, and the senior goes into the painting to see the fright and he gets frightened and falls out of the painting and then apparently Michael's hair stops growing yes. because the fright has passed on to that guy yes. now. And it's like, okay. Wait, yep, wait. What about the neighbor? Sense. He never had the fright. Why does pubes grow? That doesn't make you fuck. This movie's yeah, dumb. Because they, <laughs> they just were like, maybe that they just forgot about that. It stopped being funny. And they're like, apparently, so if you yell at it, as, I don't which know. I'm going to tell you, that kid I yelled at his hair all the fucking time. Oh, now, yeah. <laughs> As crazy as this movie sounds, it's eight times crazier. No, no, no. no. As crazy <laughs> as this sounds, like if if you would have described this movie to me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Holy shit! Why can't I fucking watch this?" But don't watch it. It's real bad. <laughs> I oh, okay. Austin, Austin, you see that word? Yeah, that's the kind of thing you fucking yell. Yeah. Okay. I hated it. <laughs> no, I, I hated this movie. So much. Yes. Like the whole. I might have to give this positive review just to just to be. No. <laughs> no, I hate. I I hated everything about it. Like, the acting is awful in this movie. Oh, oh, the wait, 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 wait. making in this is bad. One, one there's one uh, person that I actually kind of like sh- what showed potential in her acting, and that was the sister. I thought she really liked the sister. Holy no, shit! I, the sister. I thought she was fucking terrible. No, I actually like. I actually liked the sister in the beginning of the movie when she was like. Like yeah, the way she was arguing was getting, with her brother. Oh no, and stuff. That, it made sense then. No, I, but yeah. she still seemed to like treat him like shit, even though he went yeah. bald and his hair was growing. Oh, I'm not talking and, about her character. And, and then I, he I, was kidnapped, I, and I'm I, like, she goes like looking for him, and I'm like, I don't think she's trying very hard. No, I, I'm not saying her character. I actually liked the the actress's performance. Yeah, um, oh. same. Wow. Um, okay. Allison Podbury is is her name. Um, no, but everyone else, like the the guy playing Signor, he was just like just over the top, and I feel like this, this, someone could make this like you give this to like I don't know Tim Burton or something and make this kind of a crazy fucking movie. I could see this. I mean, it being is a working. crazy fucking movie. It's already, already. a crazy no, fucking but, movie. But with directed with style, or at least yeah, maybe doing something else with the camera besides stationary. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah, here's the weird thing: the movie making in this is terrible. Oh, you know what? But there's the one time when his hair finally yeah. starts growing again, yeah. they obviously filmed that over like a week because his hair was growing. Oh, and and I'm like, shit, yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. did this yeah. kind of okay. So I wish the rest of this movie didn't make me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that the look and feel and acting of this movie felt like one of those 1985 after school specials. That's kind of <laughs> what it oh, felt God. like. It had that feel. And I'm like, this is... Terrible. I, 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 okay, this, this is what this is. This is one of those movies. So I went to the video store a lot as a kid. And already at this point, I was 10 years old. And so I'm, I was a big fan of going to the video store, renting movies. At this point, I was already watching Rambo First Blood Part 2. And I'm like, get American Ninja, mom. You know, like I wanted that stuff. This is the type of movie my mom would have got if she went by herself to the video store and asked, 
hey, do you have anything good for kids? And they would go like, oh, here's a great movie for kids. That's what my mom would have done, too. That's exactly. And I'm going to tell you, I was 18 at the time. She still might have done it. Okay? So there was a couple <laughs> movies that she did this with, and they were just as bad as this. The Dirt Bike Kid with Peter Billingsley. My mom brought home that, 1985. That sounds awesome. The oh, Dirt Bike oh, Kid. I was a Dirt Bike <laughs> Kid. And then, and then the other one was Aladdin, which was an Italian production with Bud Spencer. And Where the fuck's Bud Spencer? So, ter- <laughs> so Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill did all those Trinity movies. Like oh, the, their God. name is Trinity movies. Does he, he was, play Aladdin or is he the genie? He's the genie. Bud Spencer's the genie. And it was terrible. But it was one of those movies that at your leisure video, whereas my mom was like, oh, they said this is good for kids. This is exactly what they would have recommended. So that's exactly what this felt like. And at 10, I would have fucking hated this movie as well. <laughs> I would have hated this movie when I was 10. I, if you had seen this when you were 10, though, you would have put peanut butter goop in your head when you went bald. No! <laughs> I went bald, yes. I went bald when I was 19. I would have been like, oh, oh I got, they got a, more peanut butter to hold it together. No, everything about it, the production, I mean, yeah, I feel like that there is a plot here that if some crazy filmmaker would make this it into a stylish bonkers. into a stylish film that could you could just be like laugh at it and the guy would and the director would be in it on the joke would be like oh yeah this is ridiculous and i'm going to make it even more ridiculous but instead it was just shot so it was so uh, generic it's and re- it it's... was tv movie of the week style and the acting is so bad. The kid who played Connie is awful in the movie. He is so... Because he kind of talks like this. And uh, yeah. even when he's scared, and he... Uh, it's like he's... It's like being on a podcast, not being loud enough. I mean, can you imagine that? No, can you imagine not at all. Is way louder than that kid in the movie. I'll tell you that much. No, it's... No, I, I, so I reserve my zero-star movies for something that I can't find anything good about, and I did find, like... The God d- damn you, Austin! You're fucking coward! It is a, it is half a star out of four. I'm giving it a half a star. And I'm going to say it's... I, I, I would rather watch this than Tunnel Vision. Yes, um, I would rather watch this than Tunnel Vision. Yes. Although I would rather watch this than... Eddie of the Woody Allen's we've seen? <laughs> no! Oh, no! Okay, no! Not, not the front. I'd watch that again. Um, okay, I'm trying to... I, I, my stars, one and a half. Because okay. I okay. had, I was entertained by the terribleness sometimes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but I don't even know if you can riff this thing. Because it's a real fucking terrible it's, watch. It's Oh, I would actually insane. like to see riff tracks do this. It would be fun. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's Because weird. it's so insane that yeah. there would just be too much and you'd miss. Yeah. There'd yeah. be parts be where you have to just, I can't talk right now. I have to watch the fucking end of the yeah. world happen yeah. on television. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what, uh, oh yeah, let's hear your notes. A, a couple random yeah. asides. In the middle of it, there's this <laughs> wonderful song called Listen to the Magic Man by Celine Dion. Yeah, Celine Dion. Oh, that God. Was... I didn't know that was Celine Dion until I saw it right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that song, like, the lyrics made no sense whatsoever. It makes as much sense as the rest <laughs> of the movie. It was... <laughs> I'm like, is was that just completely lost in translation or something? Because it was just completely out there lyrics. I mean, French Canadian. She is French Canadian. Yeah, That's why it, it was just terrifying. <laughs> it was. I don't a, know why. I just found out today. I hate song. French Canadians. <laughs> um, and, and this movie was tagged um, on uh, when I looked it up later on Amazon. It was tagged as outlandish, and I'm like, yeah, that fits. That's, yeah. And also, I think we have to create a new word that's worse, (laughs) more crazy 
but also more incomprehensible than outlandish. <laughs> <laughs> the senor in there kind of reminded me of the bad guy from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. In the way he was just randomly kidnapping children and just being generically evil in the background. Yep. Like, you're just supposed to hate this guy. He gets fired. Like, like, Why did he hell? get fired again? Because he was a dick. Is that the reason? Yeah. What yeah. about all the other people who are dicks in this movie? They get fired from their jobs? <laughs> oh, that principal is terrible, too. Principal, there's I mean, another yeah, teacher who kicks age... him out because his hair won't stop growing and he yeah. has to get a cut. Now, granted, his idiot friend only cuts it at the end. And I'm like, you know, yeah. you just cut, just cut closer near, to the head. near where the scalp is. Okay? <laughs> That's how haircuts work, there stupid. Are there are clippers you can they, use. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, they yeah, have razors was... and all these things. Yeah. Dude, crazy. Yeah. yeah. The adults in this movie kind of suck. Got it. Well, just imagine getting ingrown hair but it grows like that, your head oh. would just get fucking huge. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for that. I actually like insane movies. I actually kind I of too. enjoyed this. I oh, like yeah. Go, Amber. Go. No. Yeah. I yeah. like three and a half. Like- I like I like <laughs> not quite that much. I like insane movies. Shoot it insanely then, not shoot it like a fucking television movie. That makes it more insane. No. Exactly. <laughs> I was fine with that. No, I, made I, I love watching it. shitty movies. I, oh, I, I watch Rift Tracks all the time. I've Some watched, of my favorites yeah, are yeah. the stupidest. Yeah most shittily shot yeah, movies I in saw, the world. I, yeah. I saw one with you, and it's the best movie ever fucking made. <laughs> <laughs> but I I would say two and a half to three. I like wow. it. Yes! <laughs> God oh, damn it, Amber. I love you more every day. Because it was so like, what the fuck? I couldn't because it was, they didn't have the energy or the the, the energy did not match the screenplay insaneness, and that's it what was, I didn't like about it. It was the right kind of bad for me. I liked it. Good. See, that's yeah. why sometimes we need an actual female perspective. <laughs> that's right. Club Paradise, speaking of female perspective. So, Club Paradise. Oh, no, Tim. Shit, here we go. The boxing gloves are on. Okay. Is it possible I, I can't even so yell can about this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm going to tell you, I don't even remember anything about this movie, and I just watched it. I don't remember. It's so fucking boring and stupid. It's so right. lame. And this is... um. Robin Williams. The poster is awesome. So the poster is, they got... Is the, it? Yeah, I think it's great. It, it is? Oh, okay. I think the poster is awesome because they're all in, the, they have this like portrait and Robin Williams, and they're in the ocean. Robin Williams has got a, got a, got a hose like he filled up the ocean. I think he has a hose because he was a firefighter in this movie. Yes. 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 But it's so funny Not like it looks, he filled up the ocean. But that's what it looks like. You can it's click funny. that picture and it'll get bigger, Austin. Okay. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> I stand corrected. That is a microscopic picture. Somehow it got smaller. Okay. He, he's literally standing in his firefighter outfit. Yeah, like yeah. A fire hose. Yeah, well, because like he's a firefighter for the first 13 seconds so, of this movie. Yeah, this is... and he, he gets completely exploded and is fine. Yeah. It's Harold... Also, I hated him immediately at that point. Well, what that. a terrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harold Ramis um, is, so he directed um, Caddyshack and then uh, 1993 directed Vacation. And this was his third film as a director. He didn't direct another movie until six years later, or th- seven years later, when he made Groundhog Day. And that was, That's weird. Yeah. Because that movie not. is fucking perfection. What, Groundhog, <laughs> Groundhog Day is really good. this movie is not perfection. It's not perfection. <laughs> You're right. It's not it's perfection. It's definitely not What's perfection. What's the opposite of perfection? An absolute opposite. <laughs> the thing that is the most, that every decision was wrong. Okay? <laughs> Chaotic, loose fun. Is that the... Oh my God, you're going to like this movie, aren't you? I that, that face says he loved it. God damn, I didn't love this fucking movie. terrible. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, my God, I want to kill myself. It's yeah. so fucking terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, Rob Williams, this also has Peter O'Toole 
It has Rick Moranis and Eugene Levy. Um, All these people are Twiggy, so good. Twiggy. Twiggy. Uh, did, okay, that was the one thing I was going to ask. Did you know who the fuck Twiggy is? I have heard the name, and I was like, wait a second. It, it wasn't like... That she's like the, the model that's supermodel. supposed to be the skinniest person yeah, ever. Yeah, she's just like, normal skinny in this. Th- this this must have been after. She it was ate, that was in the sixties. At this 60s, point, she had yeah, eaten a hamburger before in her life. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Robin Williams plays Jack, and he is a firefighter. There's a pre-title sequence, which I just think is kind of surprising because the movie opens, and I'm like, oh, this is not this is not in the Caribbean. <laughs> like this, there's no ocean. Like, oh, they're in Chicago. That's weird. Um, Did you think that Robin Williams was born in the Caribbean? Well, I just, I just thought the movie was going to open there. I didn't know. I don't know. I've never seen this movie, of course. So I had I seen movies before. I didn't think they all happened in one location. No, it's not just, a fucking bottle episode. I just was surprised at the whole firefighter angle of the film. So that was kind of like, huh? And it's got. Just I'm defending get, this movie. What's wrong with me? Just yeah. giving him backstory, I guess. <laughs> it was a backstory. It's so boring. I was and Bruce McGill. This is his second entrance into the podcast. So he plays his friend, his firefighter friend who was Van Damme's boss, who was his friend in uh, um, yeah. Time Cop. Was a, yeah. Let's stop talking about better movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like this better than Time Cop. <laughs> so. <laughs> you see what I plucked to put up with yes. sometimes? Because yes. you saw this movie. Right? Well, I knew you would I like it. You were in the theater right next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew Secretly, you, we didn't know at the time. I knew you, okay? would, <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like it because of... Um, Robert, you know what movie? You know what movie? You know what movie? popped out when we got to 1986. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. You know, you know what? It, <laughs> I don't know our canon. <laughs> you, you know what uh, film the tone reminded me of of this movie? Let it ride. It had that oh. kind of, same kind of comic tone. It remind me of toys because Robert Williams was said, "Okay, and then periodically just be Robert Williams for five minutes." And I'm like, "Fuck you." Okay. <laughs> right. 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 I actually fuck you. It, Robert Williams is a great actor and a terrible, I terrible think, comedian. I actually think fucking terrible. Oh, you never you didn't like his stand up? His actual stand up? No, well, I, I love his stand up. When I was younger, I did, and then if I try to watch it now, I just cry. Oh, I still because like it's so stand-up. fucking terrible. Oh, I like his stand up because all it is is. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. It's weird, because I was about to say, all it is is screaming, but that's what I do! <laughs> yeah. No, I actually I actually am a big fan of his He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians, so that's... that's... I've never seen any of his stand-up. Yeah, I love oh, his stand-up. Lucky, I love his stand-up. Person. <laughs> love his stand-up. When I was a kid, so we went, um, I was nine or ten, and we went to um, Target, and... At Target, there we saw in the comedy section the cassette of Rob Williams Live at the Met. I'm like, oh, it's Mork. And then we looked at it and it said parental advisory, you know, like naughty words. And we're like, oh, mom won't let us buy this. So we get the tape Did and we. thumb over it? We put the thumb over it. <laughs> like, mom, look, it's Rob Williams. And, you know, she's like, yeah, okay. She bought it for us. It's and Mark. we're just like, we, we were so scared. We're at the register. I'm like, oh, that lady's going to say something. <laughs> we're like, we were so bad, worried about but, that. But, but your mom was there, right? Yeah, well, at she, the time. Well, she bought it. With, no, she but bought she, it. But did she ever, she just never looked at it again. But she's the one who handed it to the register lady. Yes, because well, she that's was why there. it's fine. So you're then, just an idiot child. He, she didn't think of you. But I'm still, nobody thinks of children. But I was like, so so my brother was eight and I was nine, and so we go back home and we have a Fisher Price recorder or tape player, and we waited for our parents to go to bed. Oh my god! And at eleven o'clock, and we listened to it, and we were like, it was the dirtiest thing you've ever heard. We we're like, there's words we never heard before, and I'm like, <laughs> we're like, what is orgasm? And we're like, what's this? And we're like, oh, holy shit! And we're like, and I love it. It's so good. It's still good when I listen. No, to No, here's it the thing. Like, I yeah. guarantee, or even when that came out, and yeah. I was older than you. Yeah, yeah, I would have fucking loved it. I still like I it. I tried to like watch it. some Robin Williams stuff. 
yeah. in the last like 15 years. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel bad because Robin Williams is spectacular yeah. when he is told what to fucking say, okay? <laughs> but when they periodically just say, no, granted, in, in Aladdin, he's good in that because he has fucking hours of it and they can edit it yeah, down yeah, to yeah, stuff yeah, that's yeah. like the actual gems. In this, they were just on set and then he would just say some Robin Williams nonsense and I'm like, fuck you, this is fucking stupid and right, I hate right. it. And right, and that's what I mean. It, 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 it all depends on if you like his stuff or not and if you don't, you're, it's not for you. Yeah. If you if you do, I actually liked his stuff in his smart aleck remarks in the movie. Anyways, he's a firefighter, he gets injured on the job, he goes to this place called what's Saint Nicholas? This Saint, island? Saint it's Nicholas. A, it says right it's, there. It's, Saint Saint Nicholas. It's, it's how do you not Saint remember Nicholas. Saint Nicholas? It's just fucking Santa. That's right. Okay. <laughs> he goes to Saint Nicholas. He's on the island. I didn't even make that connection. He becomes friends with uh, one of the guys kind of running the entertainment stuff at the hotel, uh, Jimmy Cliff, who's does all the songs in the movie, Jimmy Cliff, which the songs are awesome. Yes. Reggae. I like yeah. I like There's, the music. Except for the part where he himself talk, acts like he hates them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I ever do these fucking songs I hate, and I'm like that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, right, right. Wasn't that when they were trying to have him play more like white people songs? Yeah, yeah. Like, white bring, people bring, they were. The this is the island in the sun, but he was trying to do like he wanted to do more political yeah, stuff. He's yeah, he's like, yeah. I want to talk about killing white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, the, um, so he gets the idea. I'm like, hey, you know what? We're gonna get this place up. We're gonna build some huts and whatever, and to, or, or, to whatever. try to pay the back taxes yeah yeah, yeah 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 and and along the way and again i'm not doing all the exact things right now it's just a nutshell he meets twiggy who is this british person and then they kind of form a love interest and then she disappears for 45 minutes of the movie and then she comes back at the end then there's a bunch of people that come uh there's to the a, island it's it's so there's a whole it's, cast of characters oh, peter o'toole is also on the island he's just some guy that some... It's Fantasy Island for a while. It is. It is. And he's then the, he's the governor. Peter O'Toole yes. is the governor. And then you got yes. uh, then you got uh, Rick Moranis and Eugene Levy as like two swigger dudes that oh could come in. And I, um, they were the ones I wanted to like the most, and I still think. Oh, they oh I fucking love them uh, in the movie. They, they were. were Oh, they were they so. Were, they were something. Amber hated them. I'm so happy. Well, I mean, I this get is to be on Amber's side. This, so, is 19, <laughs> this is 1986. They're supposed to be sleaze balls. You're and, supposed to no, hate. I understand. Like, and I like the actors so much. It was so oh, much yeah. fun watching There's them actually, be sleaze balls. Everybody they in this, funny. I'm like, God damn it! They, they these were, are like fucking they were so comedy funny. geniuses. Um, and then, I, okay, but one then, thing I liked yeah. was when they were trying to be sleaze balls, uh, staring at some some of the other women yeah. on the beach. The, the women were like, "Those two hairy guys over there are watching us." It's like, yeah, they are very, very impressively hairy. Yes, <laughs> I did not know Eugene Levy was hairier than Robin Williams. That was, he was impressive. He was wearing like he a might bug. be hairy on Robin Williams in this. I think it's only because they shaved down Robin Williams. They did shave down Robin Williams. Williams. Is a fucking gorilla. <laughs> they, shaved, they did shave him down. He's just a like fucking they did gorilla. Like they shaved him in hook. Act. Like totally. Okay. I, I feel like they did full body waxing and hook. Oh, they, they absolutely oh, they had did. Yeah. They very but you got a cast of characters. So jo- Joanne Cassidy is the is the reporter um, doing a piece on it. Uh, Joe Flattery's the pilot. I'm a big Joe Flattery fan, uh, anyways. He was um, absolutely ridiculous. Yes. All uh, these people, I, I really love them and Mary, stuff, and I hated them. I in really this like movie. Mary Gross, too. Mary Gross is, um, she was the, was she the, the taller, the skinny one. Not the wife, but the tall, skinny. 
The topless one. One that yeah, the she, one who goes well, wants to them, go topless. There's two of them that were topless. The yeah. the wife went yeah. topless, and then the other one was going to yeah. go topless too. Yeah. Mary Gross. Yeah, but, the first one. Yeah, I like her. I think, yeah, whatever. Um. <laughs> anyways, so then it's just a bunch of crazy little skits. I mean, there is r- really no plot in the film. It and, takes like 40 minutes for the other characters to really show yeah, up. Yeah, and there's not really a plot <laughs> in the film. It's just like Robin Williams. It, it's it's a chance for to have little skits of like running the island. Yeah. Things happen, and then they throw in a little plot of uh, political intrigue with uh, Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's brother, who originally they, they wanted to get Bill Murray to be Rob Williams' character. Um, so, but then Adolf Caesar is like this, that tyrant, dictator, whatever guy, and he comes in and just starts, um, and then he's like, you know, threatens, you know, Jimmy Cliff, like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna shut you down, and then there's like, at the end there's a big war, and it's shooting, and revolution, and that's, you know... And the, but a lot when I watched this movie, I was sighing a lot. I'm like, God, I wish, so I wanted to like this. I wa- so when I saw the characters, and I'm like, I want to like them, but I just this don't movie is like notoriously them. known for being not very good. So I knew that I really we, want this. We to watched be good. other movies that are supposed to not be good, right. And we're really good, right? And we watched other movies that are supposed one, to be good, I, I, and we're I'm terrible. I'm just like, I'm just like, I, I really want this to be good, and I'm like. I know this is going to be terrible. Okay, okay, here we go. We're going to watch this. And I, I was surprised by how much I laughed at this movie. I was laughing oh. a lot in the film. So the movie is a mess. And that yeah. didn't bother me because it's not supposed to be a linear movie. It's not trying to be ruthless people where it actually has a plot. It's supposed to be a series of sketches. These are the people that brought you SCTV, for God's sakes. It's not supposed to be a linear story. It's supposed to be a series of sketches that you throw in, and some work and some don't. Let's watch Strange Brew instead. (laughs) Strange Brew, which was directed by Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis. Yeah, Yeah, it's better. (laughs) <laughs> Mostly because it's not this. No, no, no. I, Strange Brew, Strange Brew is definitely better than this. But no, I actually laughed a lot at a lot of the Robin Williams stuff that he was doing in the oh, movie. I never laughed. At I laughed at a lot of the once. stuff he said in the film. I laughed at Peter O'Toole had some really fucking funny Peter lines. Peter O'Toole in this is movie. Peter O'Toole. He's really good in it. And I'm really him. glad he lived on the island so he could save all the all the colored people. From uh, <laughs> right, right up in his red coat yeah, on his. I'm glad those white sword. people were there to save all their lives. But Fuck you, this garbage movie. Eugene Levy and Rick Moranis, like, as soon as they show up and they're just like, "Hey," and just seeing him, pretty much doing the wild and crazy guy th- sketch from yeah. like, Saturday Night Live, right? And they were the ones I most was like. God, I bet you if I was, wasn't in his shitty movie the first 10 minutes of this movie, I might not hate it. But God, I fucking hate everything. I... The first 10 minutes of this movie made me want to Actually, die. the first 10 minutes, I was actually surprised at the filmmaking of the uh, fire scenes. The production yeah, values yeah. and stuff. And then Robert I was like, would say words, and I'm like, fuck you. Oh, I was really good. I actually, it was funny when he had uh, the dog in and he throws, throws the thing out the window and had the dog jump out the window. I, that cracked me up. Do, um, I, sure. I can. Here's the thing. It yeah, all makes sense yeah, to me yeah, yeah. that if you aren't like super annoyed by Robin Williams just being yeah, Robin Williams, that's what it is. It, that's exactly for what me, this is. I immediately fucking hated it. Like I knew, two minutes I knew in, you I'm would. like, fucking goddamn you, Robin Williams. I know you're not a bad human being. Yeah. I know you can act. Why is it whenever you decide to be an improv, you're just a fucking garbage person? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no. Amber. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you go you, ahead. I'm going to try to look at my notes and try to think of stuff. Oh, I, the I, shower scene was funny to me. Like when, when, you, when she did it and she got blasted? Yeah, yeah. that was funny. Yeah, because yeah. you like, 
that kind of shit. Kind of slapstick, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah I that's fine. That was funny and to all me. this stuff, it's mostly that I got such a sour taste in my mouth right away. Well, I can see that. Halfway, halfway <laughs> through the movie, I'm just like, I was like laughing, and I'm like, I'm like I'm liking this way more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> oh. I didn't think I was going to like this movie. I was like, this is going to be a shitty movie, and I'm like, from that poster, oh, I'm, I'm like, laughing a lot more at this movie. Than I know I this movie's not supposed to be that good. But it isn't going to be that bad in 10 minutes. And I'm like, it's worse than I could have fucking <laughs> no, imagined. No, no. I, I thought it was, it, it was a, what does Harold Ramis call it? A leisure comedy. And that's what it is. Oh, it's just man. a leisure I, comedy. I, I lost a lot of calories I didn't know that was in my a... rage of boredom. <laughs> it's a weird combination of boring boredom. and boredom. <laughs> right, right, it right, doesn't right. make sense. I'm a paradox, baby. <laughs> but just Eugene Levy and Rick Red is just constantly going like, Oh, uh, and then, you know, and then they're looking being at the, creeps. they're being creeps, you know, looking at Mary Gross and they're like, eh, no. And I'm like, hey, but after uh, a week of not scoring, they're going to look pretty good. Mary Gross is, is awesome. Like, oh, I love Mary Gross. She's terrific in the movie. I really liked her in the film. Yes. Yeah. I don't like her in this movie because she's in this movie, which means I automatically <laughs> don't like her. But it was, I thought it was funny, though. I'm like, watch the movie, which, again, the craziness and the jumbled scenes and stuff made me laugh even more because I'm just like like 20 minutes when Twiggy was not screen I'm like wait a minute isn't Twiggy supposed to be in this movie remember when like Twiggy <laughs> remember when Robin Williams and Twiggy first meet oh, you, and Robin Williams is super sexually pushy yeah. for like 20 I, fucking soon minutes as, soon and as I'm that like, scene happened you fucking soon why as, are you doing it again Robin Williams well, I, looked, I looked over at you and I'm like yep 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 he's best I knew as soon as that scene happened I'm like you oh, even yep, had yep. to look at him Oh, I, I knew, well, no, I, I knew. I just wanted to see his friend. I'm like, <laughs> It was the is. steam coming out of my fucking ears. Oh, I knew it. Okay. I knew that was going to happen. I'm going, <laughs> go ahead and talk about other stuff. I'm looking at my notes. Amber, I, I want to know what I, your I thoughts on this movie. Oh, my notes are terrible. Notes and I'm oh, like, how can you read that? Well, these are mine. Wait, it's is that his right? If you listen. Uh, <laughs> wrong one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you listen, up, you don't find if you listen out to the what Club Paradise is and shit. Well, this it's a kind of a running <laughs> gag on the show uh, on the podcast is that Tim is like looks at my notes. He's like, "What? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what? Jesus uh, Christ! I hate Robin, I hate Robin Williams. Oh, uh, all right, uh, Amber. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I didn't think it was a particularly good movie. I didn't think it was the worst movie in the world okay. either. In between. It, it was just, it was meh. I was laughing at some points and at other points I was like, what? <laughs> it was a movie that I watched pretty much. <laughs> I watched a pro-colonialism movie. Did you guys watch that? <laughs> Did you watch the pro-colonialism movie that I just watched? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I wish Where I could the, read my notes. Then the literal fucking governor shows up and says, remember you rebels who just want freedom? Fuck you. <laughs> remember how the only people who actually fired their guns weren't the people we were supposed to imagine were bad guys? Every time a gun fired, they would just hit the ground and never shoot at anybody. In the entire... This movie sucks! Oh, I was digging it and laughing it. It does lose a little momentum in the last third when it gets once, into the political intrigue. Once it gets into the political stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just no, kind of I like did really movie. like... I really like the cartoonish, villainish performance of Adolf Caesar as well. Um, I really liked him. He... This was his last film. He died shortly after this movie. Oh. So he died. Oh. He was, he was nominated two years earlier in A Soldier's Story in 1984. Oh. Um, cool. As the drill instructor. Here's the thing. There's a lot of people in this. And while I'm watching it, I'm like, they're not bad. But they're in this movie, so now I fucking hate them. Okay? <laughs> if someone asks me if, like, hey, is Club Paradise a good movie? And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'd call it a good movie. But 
I laughed at it. And I thought it was a funny movie for and a lot my, of it. And so, my yeah. and my co-host gave it zero stars. Oh, you give it zero stars. <laughs> of course I did. It's uh, fucking terrible. I'm gonna it's give unwatchable it garbage. I'm giving it. If you watch it and you don't go like, oh, now I'm pro-colonialism. Let's go take over some brown people. <laughs> no. Okay. I uh, give this three stars. What? Yeah. I, wow. Oh, I laughed a lot. See, I get, I get to like her now. <laughs> I laughed a lot. Because at in least this she movie. was baffled by you and baffled by me. I laughed You're a lot. You're in the middle. <laughs> I laughed a lot more than I thought I would in this film. So, um, I thought it was funnier. I laughed more in this movie than I did in Ruthless People, to be honest. Yeah. Nope. I, really I laughed did. at No, no, I did. I'm going to tell I you. Did. I laughed I in Manhunter more than I, I laughed in this movie. Okay. <laughs> I probably laughed in this one more than I did in Ruthless People because. Ruthless people just made me mad. Okay. So this one didn't <laughs> make you as mad? Or a little it, bit? It was... I mean, once it got into the political stuff in the end, yeah, that was just kind of like... I was, <laughs> I was with you for like the first two-thirds of the movie, and then the political stuff was just like, what? Okay, that's kind of weird and out of nowhere. So I would say maybe like one and a half. Okay. It Like I said, it was a movie that I watched. Yeah. I, I wasn't like... This was a huge waste of my life yeah, watching yeah, this. Yeah. I want that time back. And it wasn't like, this was the greatest 95 minutes of my life. We have a time machine life. if you want your time back. I mean, <laughs> there there were like legitimately funny moments and stuff that I was laughing. But, it, you know, it was definitely a set in the 80s humor kind of thing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a time capsule. That's That's what, yeah. That's, not, that's how I looked at it. And, and honestly... I'm, I, I'm so happy you guys I, weren't I am literally filled with blood rage the most of the movie like I was. I, was I am surprised that I didn't hate Robin Williams the way that you did. I think you it might be because you haven't, you haven't I been just forced have a... with 55 years. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's like 1990, 1979 when he started. 45 years of Robin Williams torture. Yeah. Okay? Well, you like Robin Williams. I still yeah. love Robin Williams. What he's good. I grew up with Robin Williams. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We watched so, uh, Moscow on the Hudson, and it was fucking great. Oh, that's a great. And movie. he's really good at that's it. That's a totally yeah. That's a different league. Yeah, than yeah. This film. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's also because they didn't just say also make make cringy Russian humor, okay? No, they <laughs> Robin didn't. Williams just make just make twenty minutes of cringy Russian. Yeah, jokes. that was that was two <laughs> okay. years. That was two years before this movie. And then this was one year before Good Morning Vietnam was the next year. Oh, wow. He was yeah. a big hit. He's yeah. actually probably the lowest name on this thing then. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> no, was... actually, he was still a big comedy name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess. I believe this was ranked number 69, I think, was in the... Oh, then never mind. Nice. Best movie ever. <laughs> so the, 69, the 69th uh, uh, film. 69 means it wins. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, the, so, it's the board game loophole. It is. Okay. If, you, if you have 69 points, you just win. You, you've now won. At yeah, any yeah. point in the game, you can just get up and leave, and I win. Okay? <laughs> nice. Um, Manhunter is the next film, and this is uh, in a different league than the other four films Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First things first. What did you know about this movie, Amber? Nothing. Did you ever even know there was a Hannibal Lecter movie before Silence of the Lambs? No. <laughs> did you even know he was going to show up in this movie and then suddenly you're like, wait, did they just call him Lecter? No. Did you even realize it was Hannibal Lecter until this moment? Well, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I watched the movie, so okay. yes, yeah, yeah. I knew Hannibal Lecter was in the movie okay. when I watched the movie. What was your reaction to it when you saw it? You're like... I, Having seen Silence of the Lambs, I was like, yeah. oh, apparently Hannibal Lecter is the person you go to when you're trying to figure out how to get into the headspace of serial killers, well, I in, guess. In basically two stories, 
the one that this one's based on, Red Dragon and Sons of the Lambs. Yeah. Because after that, he was Hannibal and he escaped and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah, well, Red Dragon, <laughs> Red, yeah, this is based off the book Red Dragon, and originally it was going to be called Red Dragon. Yeah, but and that makes it sound like a fantasy movie no, in the 80s. <laughs> the producer, well, Michael Mann wanted it to be Red Dragon, the director, yeah. and he and uh, the producers were like, nope. So there's two stories. One thinks it makes it sound like a kung fu movie. The other story is that uh, in 1985, there was a Michael Cimino film called with Mickey Rourke called Year of the Dragon that flopped. Oh. And the producers were like, nope, we don't want anything. Well, well, also, another thing is, in the actual original novel, yeah. which I'm willing to admit, I read back in, like, 1990 oh, okay. after Sons of the Lambs because okay. I was totally into that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? The villain, the serial killer, yeah. is is literally half of the story. In this, he doesn't even show up till halfway through the thing. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, you yeah. barely have to get, like, a really rushed version of his story now, have in you this. Seen the, so, have, I've never seen Red Dragon. Red Dragon was made in 2002. <laughs> With Anthony Hopkins as the Hannibal Lecter yeah. character, and they have Ed Norton. And you have to close your eyes and, yeah. and, and squint real tight to think he's younger than he was 15 years earlier. That's he right. Was, That's or right. He's also playing Handy <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 11 years <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, so Manhunter is in the Hannibal Lecter universe, and uh, and uh, but he's only really in two scenes, two or three scenes. Yeah, but weirdly, he has more plot relevance in this one than he does in Sons of the Lambs. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because he directly interacts with yeah. the killer in this. Yeah. So this is written and directed by Michael Mann. Now, Michael Mann, he is known among film geeks as uh, he did Heat, which is a very popular film among film geeks with Al Pacino, mm-hmm. Rob De Niro. Um, he's love good that at, He's good at movies. Love that <laughs> movie. Um, I also, his very first movie in 1981, James Caan and Thief is fucking awesome. Oh, it's I have a, the Criterion Blu-ray right behind it, and you had never Blu-ray. seen this. You I've just, never seen okay. this, and it's and it's not because I never wanted to. It's just one of those things. Sometimes just things happen where I just didn't see a popular film among film geeks. This wasn't popular when it came out. It, it ranked number seventy-four. Club, more people saw Club Paradise well, than they, they saw Manhunter. They saw this for the same reason I saw it yeah. after Sons of the Lambs. I read the book, yeah. then I watched this movie, because yes. I found out they had found a made well, a fucking movie. It was pretty critically acclaimed when it came out, and then it had a cult following, and then it got a little more than a cult following when Silent Slams came out, because people went back and rented yeah. Manhunter, right? So, William Peterson plays um, uh, Will Graham, and he is a FBI profiler, and he was retired, because he had mental problems, like getting into well, he's the... he's the one who caught Hannibal Lecter. Yes, and that fucked him up. Yes. But I even <laughs> Wait, feel like... Wait, no, it was, it was somebody else. It was even before that, I feel like he got fucked up, too. No, he... he He's I the one who he caught Hannibal Lecter. He caught Hannibal Lecter, but yeah. I think it was someone after that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Him it up. makes sense, makes sense. No, I think... All but... he does is, literally, his entire method is to get into the what they what they were yeah. thinking and why they did it which yes. i can believe would fuck you up yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so so it's kind of about that so there's this guy that they're calling dubbing him the tooth fairy and he's played by tom newton why why did they call him the tooth fairy did they in the book it's that? much more thing it's more because he bites people and yep. they have like stuff in here that talks they did about show the, the bite they, they imprint. Did show the dieting, that's the one of their part. forensic things. But they didn't really talk much about that it's, afterwards. It's not. No. It's not in this as much as it no. is in it's the OG story. Barely yeah. right. at all. So and then well, you find out he's like puts dentures in or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's so not like, even his biting. So the first, I, didn't, I didn't yeah. even catch that part. So the first half of the movie is is, is uh, Will Graham comes back. Well, no, he's the he wants to get back on the case. He's the main character of the fucking movie. They need him to get into the headspace of the killer to find him. Because he works in a lunar cycle and i'm right. like he's killed two families but 
I mean, then they just happen to maybe coincidentally be in full moons. That's just only two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, a yeah. lunar cycle. Well, there's, it just randomly kills people. Anyways, sure. just like, it's brighter out when there's a full moon, I guess. Okay. Okay, so they're like, <laughs> okay, we're um, we're going to try to get him. So there's um, a lot of profiling. So this was actually, so when you watch this film with like 2023 eyes, yeah. it doesn't seem as special or as, I mean, I, I actually felt it, it was special, but it, it, it might not be as significant because you're just like, oh, you know, it's like CSI, it's all this stuff. This did profiling, like, in very thoroughly in the film, first before almost any other movie did this. This was like a big first before Seven, before any of these other serial killer films. This was a big deal when this came out because a filmmaker never really did this approach this thoroughly into profiling, I think. And then they made it, you know, like, hey, let's put William Peterson on CSI and then, then it's CSI. Random aside, I actually recognize the main character from Peter Benchley's The Beast. Oh, the TV movie. <laughs> yes. The Beast. That's right. William Peterson I was, like, was in Wait, that. why do I know this guy? And that, that just popped into my head and I was like, it is him. That's funny. Um, that, yeah, that is a... That Completely is, random. Yeah, yeah. But then he, like, talks to, he goes, you know what, I want to get back into the headspace of you know, serial killer. So he talks to Hannibal Lecter and also maybe to get some pointers or, you know, whatever. Gives him some information. Right, right, right. What Hannibal Lecter does is that he is corresponding with the killer through ads. Yeah, through ads. And And he he gives any, any, you find find out later that he puts the, gives him the address. Yeah, because he, well, he shows him, he, Hannibal Lecter like calls and uses his superior intellect to, uh, to get a secretary to give this, Yeah. Like FBI person's yeah. home address. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, like, wow, I, that's really because he's talking to his lawyer. Thing. They don't record these things yeah. from the psychopathic psycho murderer. I'm pretty sure you lose those rights once you were in prison. Well, okay? when, when he's on the phone, he like pops the thing off and yeah. uses. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, phone freaking. No, you sure. know, phone freaking is stuff from. I saw that happening here, and he does some shorting stuff. I don't know how accurate it is in this. But that was real shit. You could make like free long distance phone calls and shit if you knew what you're doing with the phone. So that's it's what it was. Shit. It yeah. wasn't. <laughs> that was cool. There's the reporter played by the bad guy from Avatar. That's that's uh, the bad guy from Avatar. Everybody except for like one <laughs> character in Avatar is the bad guy from Avatar. No, okay? he's the one that's chewing. <laughs> Even the, scenery. the main character is kind of the bad guy from Avatar. He's the guy that's chewing <laughs> that's chewing the scenery. Is Stephen Lang, and uh, he was also the bad. Oh, he's guy. good. Oh yeah. Oh, the the bad guy that gets in the suit and yeah yeah, yeah. Well, the guy one. with the flat top. Gray, I was thinking gray. of Giovanni Urbisi, and I was no, like, no, no, that's not him. No, 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 no. He's the bad that guy. That bad guy. But, okay. But yeah, and like 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 I'm saying, yeah. there's a lot of bad guys in Avatar. So, so, okay. Stephen Lang. There's a lot of bad guys who chewed scenery. <laughs> but Stephen yeah. Lang, curly hair. I've never really seen him with curly hair before. And he was, um, he's the reporter in this, who's a real piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Ball. You oh, instantly yeah. want to And he's great at it. He's, he's really, really good. good at he's this. actually yeah. one of the stronger things. Okay, spoiler alert. This movie's pretty good. I actually didn't like it as much as I, I remembered liking it before. This movie's fucking amazing. But um, um, part of it is I had read the book, and I remembered, weirdly, a lot of stuff in the book. And I'm like, when do we get into the fucking Tooth Fairy? We're like an hour into this movie, and yeah. he's supposed to be high up this fucking story. And he hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, uh, Stephen Lang, because Stephen Lang is like publishing articles and stuff that he shouldn't be. Uh, you know, like William yeah. Peterson does not want anything to do. Oh yeah, he when fuck, he got like he fucking hates him. He like uh, yeah. Graham got like assaulted yeah. by either Lecter or somebody yeah. else, 
And he like broke into like the hospital and took pictures of him in the hospital yeah. bed. Is what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so they do not bad. like us. But yeah. anyways, How that guy still oh surprise, not that guy locked up in prison. Also well, dies the most horrible death in this movie. So Tom, of all did, the people are like Tom Newton, yeah, does kidnap him and torture him. <laughs> There's like two him. people that die in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he, he, not, not he kidnaps him, ties him up. <laughs> And gets him to say something on tape, yeah. recording for a message for him, and then lights him on fire and puts him down in a and wheelchair. He's wearing a mask, yeah, yeah, yeah. except for the only thing the mask doesn't cover up is this the is only distinguishing feature on the guy. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, eh, he's gonna kill. Oh, you. when he shows up though, he's. Oh well, yeah, it's cool looking. So I gotta talk about. <laughs> so Tom Noonan, he's a great actor. I love Tom Noonan, and he plays uh, the Tooth Fairy in this, and he's six foot five, super he's good. fucking tall, and. I was reading about this, and he went total method for this movie. Oh, he, God, that sounds terrifying. He wouldn't talk. <laughs> that does sound terrifying. He didn't talk to anybody on the set. Um, in between takes, he would go to his trailer and sit in silence. Sometimes Michael Mann would join him in silence. Would he they was, hug? Yeah, I don't know. So he sat in silence. <laughs> hug in silence. Literally, the first time that he met Willie, he refused to meet William Peterson. The first time he met him is when he jumped through that window? The first time he met him is when he jumped through the window. I'm not even kidding. He went, he, that's the first time he met him was at the very last scene of the movie. Oh, my God. was when he wow. met William Peterson. It was Tom Noonan because he didn't want anything. He went full method on this. Peterson kind of went method, too, where he did a lot of extensive research. Like, he spent time with actual profilers and went into the psyche of them and how he saw how fucked up they were. And so he's like, so he really got into it. And he said that when he was shooting his next movie, I don't remember what it was, this character kept showing up in that performance because he couldn't get, get out of it. Trying to get it back out. Yeah, because yeah. this performance really got under his skin. I also got to say, William Peterson's pretty fucking awesome in this movie. He's like, really good. I love Actually, pretty William much Peterson. every performance in this movie oh, is yeah, yeah, off yeah. the fucking chain. Well, what's interesting... Except for the stupid kid who I wanted to die in a fire. <laughs> oh, I thought he was fine. He's okay. Oh, his his, 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 his kid. His kid the is scene just, that he has just, in the grocery oh no, store. That, that one's okay. But then, he, but the kid also talks to his like mother, and is like, yeah. "I fucking hate you." There's kid. a scene. In the, <laughs> there's a scene in the, the film. The kid was just there. For well, there's me. a scene I in the film yeah. hated because he was just you know, there as a plot device. So his he knows that his dad has been messed up, but he doesn't really know why, and he wants. And he's yeah, getting to that he age had now. Gone to well, a he's, psychiatric he's, ward, right? So he's like twelve or probably almost thirteen now, and he's like, you know what? I want to know. And so his mom's like, you know, he wants to know what's going on. So he goes like, okay, well, come get groceries with me. And there's a great scene in the grocery store. I, I will admit, half of it I was distracted because of I was looking at all the different cereal boxes <laughs> in the background. Because I'm like, all oh, total cereal? I, I totally actually, fucking remember that cereal. I had the exact same problem. <laughs> Are they in Costco? What the fuck's going on here? But I was just like, oh my god, I remember that cereal. I remember a S'mores Crunch. Remember that fucking cereal? That was the best cereal ever. I was not the only one that was also looking uh, at 80s cereals, cereals, baby. 80s cereals. So you I, had all of them because you were a baby. <laughs> no, I loved, I, loved, I loved all those cereals. But anyways, but that scene was actually really good, too. Um, of him talking and telling Yes, him, like, that was a really good scene. He was really honest with his Actually, kid. Actually, this movie is really well made, mm. and it's really well acted. Yeah. My only problems with it is, I remembered the book, and I'm like, <laughs> why'd they do that? You can't do that! No, you you know, can't he, There's do actually that. a couple of changes they made that I was happy with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll tell you about the ending of the original book, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's fucking stupid. So, okay? oh, I, I, I can't wait for this. <laughs> the original book has got a real So, yeah, so, so now he's just tracking them down, trying to, you know, evidence, forensics, whatever. But then they introduce this one thing that I think is really interesting in the movie is that Tom Newton meets Joan Allen. And Joan Allen is the, the blind lady in the movie. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, they work together at the right, right, film, right. like, the movie place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she, yeah. but she's blind, and but he's just like, but I don't think he intentionally was just like, I'm going to stalk this person. 
No. No. But she started, she actually seems like, which she seems like to be a person that's just like, you know what, I'm blind, I'm, let's just bang. You know, it's like, well. <laughs> yes, that's definitely that's, why that's, she wanted to that's bang. That's what it seemed like in this. In the original story, what happens later on, yeah. like you're about to yeah. say, I think, is he ends up seeing her out with a different guy and she sees them kiss. Uh-huh. And that pisses him off. In the original story, that was her actual boyfriend, and she was breaking up with him because she wanted to get together with the... Oh. She was done with him. He didn't know that. Yeah. And so in the original story, it still happens. He kills her, and he tries to kill... He try, He kills him, and she and he tries to kill her. Yes. Yeah. Okay? All that shit still happens. In this, they don't make it clear. They just make it seem like she's, like, I don't know, willing to bang people. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what I think was interesting about this, at least for me... Was that, and I, again, I haven't read the book or anything, but in the movie, he was like, almost, he's like surprised. Because it's almost like he views himself as a monster, but all of a sudden she's like, I yeah. mean, that's kind of the whole thing when when they finally, like, uh, main character gets into, the, really yeah. into the psyche of him. It's like, yeah. oh, he wants to be desired by people. Right. So well, it's like his... And so then when she actually likes him, he's he like... He thinks he's ugly and unwanted. He doesn't know... Yeah, so he's just like, wow. You know, like, he, you know, she's... I mean, granted, she's blind. Yeah, but, it's, yeah. it's like... That is one of the weird problems with the story he's is... He's slightly awkward looking, and he's... Joan Allen's pretty good in it, though. Yeah. I love Joan Allen, by the way. She's the mom in Pleasantville. Oh, and yeah, she's, she's really good at it. I mean, I don't know how good she is at... Faking blindness sometimes? She did. So she did, she did like, walk around New York with a blindfold on to try to get okay. used to it. Uh, you know, but other times she would, like, walk, she would walk through a room and she was, like, looking for stuff. And I'm like, did you walk around, like, 12 things while this happened? There's, like, a whole bunch of shit in the floor you just yeah, missed. Yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. She had a cane a lot of the times, though. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so but so I thought that was a really interesting angle, and that oh, that happens like ninety minutes into the movie. Or yeah, an that's the minutes. that was one of my weirdnesses because in the original movie. story, that storyline of him yeah. liking her, yeah. but him being a murderous yeah. psychopath, and all that stuff yeah. comes together, and that takes the whole book. Yeah. In this, it happens in yeah. like eight minutes. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, if I recall in the um, the remake, because I saw it once in the theater of Red okay. Dragon, they, there is more of that. In yeah, the, I looked it up real quick. more. I looked up like a yeah. synopsis and that one does specifically say, yeah. yeah, and then you meet him and then it goes back and forth. This one, there's no back and forth. Right. It's No, granted, it does make sense to rename the movie Manhunter. It is almost yeah. exclusively about the guy who's a Manhunter. Exactly. It does, okay? make, it does make The sense Red Dragon that. guy is a very minuscule character in this book. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's really more about the psyche of, of William Peterson's character. They kind of turned it into that. And yeah. I think that's when, when Michael Mann was uh, adapting it. I think that was the intention. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So it's I, just you don't get some of the things where you're like actually kind of feel somewhat bad right. for this horrible monster. No, you know, granted, it's hard to do that. But it's really hard to do it when they literally don't do it. Right. Okay? The, and then there's the, the big confrontation. I love the scene when he like kind of like figures everything out and he's just like, holy shit. He's like, yeah, he figures out it? that, oh my gosh, these people both have home movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should yeah, look yeah. into the home movies yeah, thing. Like, yeah. I, I'm kind of curious, like how, why did they have those home movies randomly? How, how did they grab those as evidence? I'm confused. They must have just been at... He doesn't seem to, like, destroy their houses. He just kills them and then leaves. Like, yeah. like they just happen to have those home movies, but they don't make the connection that they're yeah, both that processed was the by weird, the same place. that was the weird thing. Like, we've we've looked at everything, except for they both have movies. extensive home movie connections. I don't know, it was just right in front of them the whole time. That's the Yeah. But thing. it's it's like, why would you pick that out of all the things at their home? I don't know. It, it just seemed kind of, like, random and also, like, you're focusing on those, but you don't 
connect. Like, I also think what happened in the original story, you know, granted they have to do a speed, it's a movie here. Yeah. Okay? He figures it out. They look into it. They don't come from the same place. I think it takes a little bit longer for them to figure out, oh, wait, these people send, even the people they brought it to send it out to other things, and it comes back a week later. And stuff like that. And so this, he goes, uh, just pick up the thing and take a look again. Yeah, just, look, just look, look under them, the look label. harder. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a movie. These it's a movie. It's what we have to fucking do in two hours. Exactly, it's not a fucking exactly. novel. <laughs> so Michael Mann, I'm a pretty big fan of Michael Mann, of his first half of his career, because in the mid-2000s, he started using this really crappy digital equipment, and his movie started looking like shit oh. with collateral. <laughs> He's got weird... There's with, a weird soundtrack in this sometimes. And, so it sounds like a sci-fi movie on occasion. Oh, it's Blade, <laughs> it sounds like Blade Runner. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. Well, if you... In Thief, the movie Thief, same thing. He okay. used Tangerine Dream score, so he does that electronic thing. That's what he does. Uh, Elliot Goldenthal's score did that in Heat as well. So he kind of does that synthesizer. Okay, that's his thing. Score. That, just, that is absolutely his It's just that when, I, when the, sometimes when the soundtrack was started, I'm like, there's fucking aliens going to show up? In soon? fact. <laughs> what the fuck's going to happen? In fact. <laughs> We're um, the fucking aliens. <laughs> if you've seen the 2011 film Drive, he was heavily influenced by Manhunter and Thief. Oh, that. Oh, that okay. Director that director Drive with Ryan Gosling. Okay, yeah. And if you that has a very synth-heavy score just like this. They, I remember really liking he, that movie, so... What? I remember really, really oh, liking so that, good. that movie's really so, good. But he said he cited Thief and Manhunter as as uh, influences for that film. So, watching this, so this is my first time seeing it. I already seen Thief, which I love. I love Heat. This movie, is it going to be as good as, as, as everyone says it is? And I think it does. I think it is. I think it's really good. Um, Michael Mann, I, what I love about his direction is that he shoots everything on a really wide scope, right? And so, but he also shoots it kind of epically, and he also shoots it in uh, longer takes. He doesn't do a lot of quick cutting editing. At the end of the movie, he does this thing where he shot it in different frames to give it a very jagged feel. When, uh, when I noticed that because yeah. sometimes I'm that like, was, that, was there that, like a jump cut that I no, missed? Yeah, that was, in, that, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was intentional. <laughs> he wanted it to 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 make it more chaotic at the end of the movie. But yeah, but Michael Mann, but usually his films, and he does a lot of uh, dollies. Like one of his shots that he You're does. You're talking about the end fight scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Agata de Vida. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that was awesome. That was great. The Iron Butterfly. Well, he like, puts up loud music because it's a blind woman, and yeah. then she's really fucked now. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that anything. was a great, great <laughs> moment. But yeah, but uh, but uh, the way he shoots, there's great shots that he does, and he does this in almost all his movies. The camera dollies, or does this like pan. And then it goes right behind the main character, so his back of his head is like in the middle of the frame. Oh yeah, that, that was it, some great he, stuff. And it does that a lot in in this movie. Um, yeah, I pretty much loved everything about the film. I love the direction. William Peterson is fantastic. Tom Noonan is fantastic. I love Dennis Farina in the film. Dennis Farina plays his boss. The scene towards the end of the movie when they're arguing with each other, like right before they figure out, there's a scene where they're like arguing about like. Hey, you're not supposed to go out there, and he's just like, "I'm going out there," and, and then the, I love that the exchange between them, like when they're out in the woods by the guy. Well, no, no, it was oh, before, before that, that. When, when they were in the offices and they were arguing. He's like, "Hey, no, you're not supposed to go," and he's like, "Hey, I'm in this, I'm doing this," and they're going back and forth. And he's like loading the gun and stuff, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and you won't they, need yeah. that. We gotta bring the SWAT team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The SWAT yeah. And then they argue in the woods too, and then yeah, yeah, and you just know. He said looks at him, and there's someone in the house with him. Yeah, there's a terrified blind lady in there i'm gonna go save her yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 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 yeah and like i said uh, Stephen lang is great joan allen is great brian cox is hannibal lecter we haven't talked about him he's awesome oh god movie. i remember when he first showed up i'm like i i think he's as good 
His oh. Hannibal Lecter is fucking so... Yeah, it's, it's different. It's a different... It isn't like the fantastically thing. He's just an asshole. Yeah. Okay? I think he's... But he's willing to manipulate. I think he's, I think he's really good in the movie. Yeah. And so I know that he, there was more in the novel, and, and uh, Michael Mann intentionally cut a lot of the stuff out of the script... Because out of the book, because he didn't want, he wanted the audience wanting more of Lecter. So he's okay. like, I well, did. no, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. intentionally only put him in the movie. Yeah, like, very there, there's not a huge explanation of a lot of how they're communicating. Yeah, and stuff like that, which is fine. Yeah, it just it weirdly is different that Hannibal Lecter is much more of a character in this. Yeah, instead of just a side story. Yeah, that like in Silence of the Lambs, yeah. where she sees him. And then there's a side story, and he breaks out. And yeah. also, his escape in Silence of the Lambs is just a... He picks a lock. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and in this, he seems cleverer. Yeah, okay? I think so. Yeah, no, I think his performance is fantastic in the film. I just like when he first shows up, and and uh, he's, you know, because he's British, so he's doing, like, the British. Yeah, he's also thing. not, like, a, a super villain prison. And it's, it's weird. It's just a fucking prison yeah. cell. Okay? What's also weird, too, with, with, <laughs> with uh, Anthony Hopkins... I believe portrayed him with an American accent, right? Because I don't think he was yeah. doing British stuff. Yeah, maybe Brian Cox just can't and do he's one. British, so I don't know if, if you know. They but I mean, he's yeah. I different. mean, also he's supposed to be like this super genius guy. You can have yeah. any accent. But you I love the scenes okay, between. Whatever. But what I really <laughs> matter. What really, don't know where you're fucking What really surprised <laughs> me about the movie this is I really liked. The, I think the movie did a really good job showing William Peterson's character really getting under the skin of serial killers and, and yeah. figuring it out. Because he's, like, talking out to himself. He's like, okay, so I'm going up here, and I'm like, oh, I'm looking at her. And he's, like, talking as if he was the killer. Have you ever yep. seen the and Hannibal TV show they made? No, I haven't, no. It's supposed to be really I've fucking good. Really, and Will Graham, is, Will Graham is the is an equally main character okay. of that. As Hannibal Lecter in that. I, I like Mads They're like co-leads in that show. Them, so. It's just called Hannibal. That would be so. good. Okay. No, I really enjoy this movie. Uh, I do... Um, and I love, you know, I love, I love the music. I, 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 again, people are gonna be like, "Oh, it's dated, it's eighties." I'm like, what, one of my least favorite things when people say when they're watching an older film, like it's so dated. I'm like, it's fucking 1986. Of course it's dated. It's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. It's 86. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. watch a movie. I'm like, oh, this is the most last episode I've ever seen. or two episodes or whatever. We watched. That's a pet peeve of mine when people we say watched, a film's dated because no, I'm like, of course it's dated. It's, no, it's two episodes. It's an old movie. Literally dated. Yeah, we yeah, watched yeah, yeah, a Charlie yeah. Chan film. Yeah, and I mentioned that to a friend, and she's like, "Oh, blah blah." And I'm like, "I'm gonna have to watch it based on if I was watching it in 1941." Yeah. Okay, no, nothing to do about it. And it was actually not as bad as I expected. Oh, I actually, okay. like, yeah, I like I like the Charlie Chan film. No, this I think this is a great movie, and I think you could definitely see that this influenced so much stuff. I think this is across the board a fantastic movie. Tom Noonan, I I loved him as a great, such a great job as being that serial killer. Oh yeah. Like, well, here so I'll tell you what the OG book ending is and i have no yeah, idea yeah. if it's like that in red yeah. dragon the confrontation still basically happens where he has her and they show up and they save her yeah. but the house burns down and they find his body in there but mm. then there's some hokey bullshit where no he somehow had a different tall guy that he was a security <laughs> dude at the at work and he killed that guy and he put his body in there oh. to, to make it look like he was dead and then after graham and his family move back home he then goes there to try to kill them it's like a fucking Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers <laughs> thing. And I'm like, no, I'm actually was very happy. Oh, good, he's just dead. He's okay? <laughs> well, and, oh. and he's super, super dead. He got shot like 12 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a, fun, a funny side, though, uh, because he stands over him in a pool of blood. And so Tom Noonan is lying in a pool of blood. He's pointing the gun right at him. I'm right. like, shoot him again. Right. But he was stuck to the floor. 
<laughs> with the fake blood. So they had to like peel them, <laughs> they had to peel him off the floor because they were he was. That broke his blood. method bullshit. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, help me up, man! I'm a turtle. <laughs> well, I mean, at that yeah. point, his job is done acting. So yeah, that's true. I don't think true. that they filmed this chronologically. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, yes, definitely. Very, okay. very rarely, and and if this isn't the case. I, I, I very rarely. Um, give a first movie that a movie on first watch four stars no it's three and a half I give it oh you fucking you're such a coward <laughs> high three and a half all you are is a it coward be, there's no fours and no zeros coming coming from you you fucking be, baby could be four the fours that I have given on the show are films that I have seen multiple times yes but, but yeah but this is a film that and most of the time I have to see a film multiple times in order for me to like get it I'm like is it really that good and I'm like okay yes it is that good like Heat I don't think I it's a four star movie now I wasn't four stars the first time I saw okay. it so but this very well could be. It's it's a fantastic. I'm, it's movie, a three. So. And it's is very good. Yeah, it's you, very good. It's still it's still three? a three. It's okay. a three. It's yeah. very good. It's a problem, and it's not really a problem. I just like oh, I had old. the remembrance yeah. of like there being more of the bad guy, and I'm like oh, there's really I'm like oh, we're like literally an hour in, and I'm like oh. Okay, he is a, he is a character in the story. Finally, okay. <laughs> he does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was and like, the first time you see up. him, it is really cool. Yeah, because he he tortures that dude, then yeah. burns him up, and I'm like, shit. But then they have to get through the love story thing in literally under ten minutes. Yeah, okay, he's <laughs> done. It went really we're, we're gonna do it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amber, yeah. what did what did you think of the movie? Well, I thought it was really well made. Definitely. Yeah. I didn't pay so much attention to the score, but I liked the soundtrack. Yeah. That they oh, used. heartbeat, heartbeat, all that song. Yeah. Like, the only thing that, it, it's kind of the same issue that I had with Silence of the Lambs. It was done really well, but the fact that it was like, in Silence of the Lambs, the bad guy was queer serial killer. Yes. They kind of, like, the way that they baited the Tooth Fairy into showing oh, himself yeah. yes. was writing an article about the like just complete random lies to try to yep. piss him off oh they yeah. very and much like, do that and like implying that he's queer, queer. and yep. closeted and yep. all this stuff yep. and i was like oh so this is gonna be another queer serial killer and they're just making queer people out to be the bad guys and right. i was just like he's not really queer though so, he's incel is what he is yeah, in that's, it's that's different. What it was. but but like he had written a a note a letter to Lecter in jail on toilet paper. Yeah. And in it, it said, it was saying stuff and he kept writing things that I am becoming. And it was like, what are you becoming? And I was like, oh, are you becoming like a woman? Like oh, the bad okay. guy? I just in... thought he was, I'm becoming evil. I'm yeah, becoming, I'm becoming the God of death. I he was queer in the movie. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't get that. Uh, no, I mean, they definitely they, insinuated to yeah, piss him off. Yeah, they did. Because, they, because they, yeah, when they, I, I when understood they, that. I understood when he that. kidnapped the reporter and he was like, do you think I'm queer? And, and he's like, you promise that you'll do this. Let's seal this with a kiss. Yeah. And so he kisses him, and I'm just like... Well, that's when he put in the making, fake teeth, and he, like, bit him. Just, See, that stuff just that was, like, in the OG tooth and, fairy stuff, yeah. he was biting him. And they didn't make it super clear. And like, they like, made it look more like kissing. You're that, right. That just kind of... It, it just kind of, like, put me on edge, like, because, you know, the... The whole atmosphere of right now is, is so many things against. No, it's fine. Okay. Dude, my derby helmet has a sticker that says "queer as fuck" on the back. So I, know, I am I sensitive to anti-queer stuff, and I'm just like, you made another queer serial killer. Making yeah, queers out to be bad people. I actually didn't get that from. I, I got it from Sons of the Lambs. I yeah, very I much understand what you're saying, and they're using that. And I, 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 I don't know about what's his face when, when or wrote they, this. 
when Harris? they, yeah. you know, were leading up to why he's doing this, I was like, oh, it's the same thing that they did in Silence of the Lambs. And then it turns out, yeah, he's just an incel because he thinks he's ugly and yeah, people yeah. don't like That's him. Honest, yeah. and, and it's just like, oh, okay, so I guess it wasn't that. But it still made me feel like that. Okay, so I was yeah. just like, okay. eh. That makes perfect I sense. I still give it three stars. because Damn it, done, I wanted zero! That's all I want out of people! It's done really well, <laughs> so and like the work. acting is really good, but that part just was just like... Ugh. Okay. Just having to have that in there, like, it could be because he's a queer person. That's why he's a murderer. It's like, yeah. fuck you. I mean, it is kind of what they would say back then, a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is, and it is douchey. You would seem like, it may, maybe at least in fiction, they should make it the people who are smart would say... That's not fucking happening. <laughs> oh, I know, I know another random thing that I had in here. Every time there was a night scene, everything was so blue. Oh, so they used blue filters. Pure blue. Yeah. No, that, that was on purpose. Yeah. Well, it's I almost know, black and white. I was just it's like, really is. I love that the look. Blue. It's so cool. I love, and he does that a lot in his it's movies. Literally cool. And in fact, cool colors. Well, in fact, um, uh, the director, Nicholas Rending, whatever his name is, who did Drive, he did those same filters because he wanted to be like this movie. There is, yeah, it's yeah. weird because they're going through like the love story attempt, yeah. which is really short. He's like going to date or something and she like pets a tiger? That was That's cool. a real yeah. fucking tiger. Yeah, yeah. That fucking I, tiger's legit. There's no fucking computers. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> like, watched terrifying. that and I was like, is that actually a sedated tiger? Yeah, and and yeah. as they show the face, it's like, And the eyes are moving and I'm like, that's looks a fucking like a tiger. tiger. Unless they and got a really it. good animatronic tiger. Yeah, it's either an amazing animatronic <laughs> yeah, or Tom they, Noonan brings Joan Allen to a date and to pet a tiger. She's blind, so yeah. she's just, you know, she gets to feel Which I'm like, I'm jealous. I want to pet a tiger. Tigers are cool. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I'm Wiggles, like, come here on a pet. I mean, that's a pretty good date. I'm like, oh, they're gonna, she's gonna have sex with them later. <laughs> like, you, you let me pet that's a tiger. A, that's a successful date. <laughs> yes, it is. That says, I guess I have to put out later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Manhunter. So we did. We did like that one. So. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's it of the movie. So out of the films, uh, this is my favorite movie. Manhunter is the best picture. Thank for you. Me. Thank you. Because you, you, you're irritatingly close in the previous one. No. I'm like, because that one line where you said, I'm like, if he doesn't like Manhunter, I'm going to fucking run him over. <laughs> no, no, no. Man, no, Manhunter Man is the best movie. Um, I actually like three of them, so I liked uh, Three Men in a Cradle. Yeah, Manhunter is the best Paradise, movie, though. So. Oh, Although absolutely. Three Men in a Cradle was a pretty, was better yeah. than I expected. That was a great farce. <laughs> that was yeah, a good movie. I really, I did really like it. That was my second favorite. I'd, I'd say it was a tie. Oh, really? Is it a tie between? <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. I, it's, it's, they're, I like them both in totally different ways. Yeah. The best performance <laughs> um, by a male or a female or, or yeah, actor. Um, I would say William Peterson. Yeah, I'm supporting actor, I'm going Brian Cox. Brian for, Cox for, is uh, supporting. Yeah, Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. It would be Tom Noonan if it wasn't for Brian Cox. Okay, um, Brian Cox was really good. You, you're allowed to have opinions. Yes. <laughs> I, I, this is the part where I'm like, I, I don't know if I can pick. She can't. Uh, she doesn't know the actors' names from Peanut Butter Solution, is, so uh, she can't. Give I that know, up. right? <laughs> hey, I know who Michael Hogan is because he played it's that little the neighbor kid. It was obviously the best. <laughs> actor. Yes. yes, with his ever-growing pubes that just suddenly stopped growing. All you had to do is yell at him. I yell at my dick all the time. <laughs> But uh, I, Joan Allen for me for supporting actress. There really isn't a lead actress this in this. Uh... Yeah, that was the five movies. So all right, Amber, what that was, was five? Uh... We did eight movies last two episodes. We did. We did. <laughs> how was uh, how was your first time travel experience? <laughs> It was it was an experience. Yeah, um, and you didn't get to choose any of the movies, and you're like, ah, shit. You get well, you get Peter Butter Solution a three, so you kind of liked it. 
for different reasons, not for being a good movie. Yeah, Yeah, because I like completely insane movies, and that was the right type of insane. It's insane. I was entertained. And you like Three Men in a Cradle and Manhunter, so Mm -hmm. that's good. So you get. You got some yep, those decent were, stuff. Those were mm-hmm. well-made. Mm-hmm. You, those two you hated were well-made the correct movies. movie? Peanut Butter <laughs> Solution was the right kind of insanity for me. So that was it. Um, don't let this happen again, Amber. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't <laughs> let Amber, it happen again. Amber, 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 text me, I'll let you in. No, I'll hey, hey, no, no, no secrets over there. What's going on? <laughs> as, as surprised and shocked that I was that you stowed away, I, I, it was pleasant to have you around. So, yeah. cause but we're never always, allowing stowaways to ever happen never again. again. There's, never there's will never it happen again. again. The never I again. Away because Tim showed me some of the movies that you watched from last season. And oh. I was like, these are interesting. <laughs> this could be fun. And I've watched movies with both of you before yes yeah absolutely yeah well um next week we are it's gonna be uh christmas next week so christmas we're going december 25th 1969 so we're going back christmas day my second christmas ever that's right because you were one years old i was one years old that's how multiple that's how you say one years (laughs) (laughs) all right so i'm your host austin kennedy i'm tim kaiser this was and i'm a random stowaway amber yay and uh we'll see you next time amber say it say it the way Uh, he's supposed to fucking say it say it right we'll see you next time better (laughs) (laughs) okay bye-bye